All right, welcome to episode 215 of the Linux Lugcast. We're an open podcast slash lug that meets at 9 p.m. Eastern every first and third Friday of the month using Mumble. We encourage anyone listening to join us live during the show. You can check out, if you want to join us, you can check out linuxlugcast.com for the server details. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to discuss and are unable to join us live during the show, you can send us an email at feedback at Uh We have a MeWe page, which I'm guessing nobody is looking at, which we might just pull off this list because nobody's looking at. And we have a Reddit where we like to post things as kind of a saving spot for things that we like to talk about during the show. So if there's something you want us to talk about on the show, post it in the Reddit. There's a good chance we're going to talk about it on the show. Uh, so we also have a YouTube channel where we post, where uh, Danny posts the video version of this, where it's basically a bunch of boxes of us sitting here talking. Hello. And then we also have a uh, Danny hosts his own PeerTube channel, where you can watch this as well. So hi, I'm Honky Magoo, your host for this evening. With us tonight is <coughs> RC. Is that how you wanted to be pr- pronounced? RC? Like RC yeah, Cola. Like RC yes. Cola. Yes, or RC the Transformer. That's actually where the name comes from. Oh, okay. You say hello. Hello. All right. Hopper. Hopper MCS here. Joe. That's me. Lovecraft. Good evening, everyone. Phoenix. Hi, guys. Morton C. Hello. Netminer. Hello, folks. And hanging out listening is Origami and Cherry Hill Tony. Hey, guys. Glad you can make it. All right. So, as usual, when we start off the show, we start about the, uh, off with the movie that we all decided to watch together. <laughs> In the same and room. And luckily, luckily, we did not <laughs> oh, watch yeah, it all at the room. same time. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> We're all going to blame Danny for this. We all held hands and watched it with our shirts <laughs> off. Held <laughs> hands. Shirts off, yes. The, the, the shirt was off. Yeah. That's the only way to watch it. Uh-huh. So I'll so give a little... The- the, the name oh, of the movie, shit. of course, was Robotics oh, from 1991. Yeah. And yes, you were the one going to give the uh, Robotrix. That's right. So, yes, you were the one going to give the synopsis. Is it Robotrix or Robotrix? It's Robotrix. Yes. Okay, Robotrix. So Robotrix starts out, uh, it's a Hong Kong movie. Uh, it's a, what they call a Category 3, which is kind of uh, uh, the, the, <laughs> Hong, the Hong Kong version without of the like, tentacles? lewd and maybe violent and basically their version of an exploitation movie and uh the, the premise is that there is a some kind of middle eastern uh prince or king that comes to uh, hong kong and he wants to go to this expo where all these countries are presenting their robot designs because he wants to create an army of robots, but he wants to uh, have them demonstrated so he can pick which country is going to get his contract. So he's uh, there in Hong Kong, and his son, the prince, is there as well. And the movie opens up with prince is in a swimming pool with about six, seven, five naked women uh just kind of he's just kind of throwing them around when i say naked i mean fully naked not no just... they weren't naked at first they had on white see-through t-shirts oh, okay. well, that yeah, he took off right. in front of his police escort yeah and uh 
and and they have a police escort there who's uh, kind of watching him and make sure that uh, he doesn't nothing happens to him and uh, uh it kind of intercuts between him and the pool and in the the robot show where the his father is and uh, at the show there are different countries competing for uh the contract you've got uh, i think the german robot was the first one maybe and in the US. uh and the U.S. robot, and then the Japanese robots, and uh, they end up winning the contract. But in the meantime, uh, the uh, there was a Japanese scientist that was uh, told by the Japanese government that he is no longer part of the robot project, and he's pissed off, and he's insane, and he's kind of like a mad scientist, and he's mad. So he kidnaps the prince uh, and... Well, okay, Honky, go ahead. What? What? I'm sorry. One quick interlude. Um, so they were they were showing off the the two uh, cyborgs fighting, which was fantastic, by the way, especially in the fact that the uh, they went out of control and then they basically both bonked heads and then fell over and both sat there like seizing and uh, they showed like little electricity things all over them, mm-hmm. and then the American one went nuts and decided it was just going to kick the butt, uh, the kick the ass of everybody around it. But the fact that the two robots basically just kind of bonked heads and then both fell over and, the, and were seizing on the ground was just fantastic. Yeah, I just wanted to point that point that one scene out. Great addition to the movie, <laughs> to the fantastic movie. So the star of the movie, uh, Amy Yip, and her name in the movie is Selena, which doesn't seem like a very Cantonese-sounding name, but uh, she is uh, working on the police force and she's in charge of the task force that takes care of the prince uh and uh, she ends up getting shot and killed by the mad scientist as he exits with the prince and uh so she's dead and the uh the king is upset and wants uh his his son back and the police force is working on it but they they can't really do much and the japanese scientist whose robot won the uh, contract says we can do something about it. Uh, what we'll do is we'll take. I think we us. missed an important part right, right here oh, because the kidnapping. Uh, well, no, uh, no the, kidnapping the kidnapping we discussed, but we did not discuss the videotape. What videotape? Well, oh, the, the guy... videotape. The guy dropped onto him, and he turned uh, onto after he shot the the policewoman. He dropped the the VHS tape of uh, of him turning himself into a robot. Oh yeah, yeah. Which, but which, so, by the way, actually kind of explains the one of my things that, that kind of bu- bugged me there because all of a sudden this gas is the way they they kidnap him is all of a sudden this gas is pouring out of there and everyone's ha 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 ha. <laughs> it's just quite literally asleep. all at the same time. Everybody just goes right. Everybody's unconscious. And then this guy just walks in, picks up the prince, and walks out. No mask on him or anything. Now thinking back, doesn't even at the notice thing, the weight. He was pulls out. His he was gun. already. <laughs> He was already uh, a, uh, a a cyborg at that point. That's why the gas didn't bother him at all. But the first time I watched, I'm like, "Why the hell is this? Is the, uh, he not bothered by the gas?" Uh, Yet everybody else instantaneously, instant- yeah. it was it was beautiful to watch. They just all at the same time, just like, "All right, everybody, drop!" And so everybody just goes. So I had it in my mind that that was a live transmission they were watching, but you're right, it was a videotape. Of the mad scientist. All right. Well, let me make it through the quick synopsis real quick. Uh, so anyway, uh, the mad scientist kidnaps the prince, 
And what happens is the Japanese scientist says, uh, what we can do is the, your detective that got killed, Selena, we will transfer her memories into uh, one of our androids, and then she will be able to track down the mad scientist, collect the prints, and uh, and everything will be great from then on. So uh, the movie kind of goes on, and that's the basic premise of it. And uh, it, it kind of works out in the end, but so that, that oh, yeah, that's yeah. Robo no, Nerd. there's large, 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 large plot points missing there. You just cut from like the quarter of the way in right to the end. <laughs> well, yeah, but I just wanted to give a brief synopsis. Now we can actually talk about the movie. When do we ever give it a brief synopsis? I know. Right? But... There are some movies we, we, no. we tear it down like they almost saw Where's it. Where's the rest no, of it? No, I know. I, I just wanted to okay. do that in the beginning. So, and so, so now I can start talking about from, it. From that point where, where she gets transferred in, basically at the same time, the, the guy that transferred himself into a robot is soliciting himself a hooker and, and, and killing her pimp. Before we get to that part, I want him through the stomach. I want to, I want to, I want to get, I want <laughs> before we get that far, I want to bring up something that made zero sense. So he, the movie, <laughs> no, what, why does he have to kill himself to put his memories inside the robot? They, they specifically said that you couldn't make the transfer alive, but that was all they said. Oh, I didn't, then, I didn't catch that part. When they were watching the video. She was dead for a while before yeah, so they put her dead. body, her, her brain well, inside of the uh, the android. A few hours, few hours. And I Still. actually want to get to the whole transfer process on that because, you know, the hole in her chest from where she got shot in the heart right. really didn't exist. And this, this was excuse number two to show boobs. <laughs> I will say there's a lot of boobs in this movie. on, like, same girl, same. It was the same girl, but they wanted to make sure that you got to see those sets of boobs twice in the same shot. They were nice. They were nice boobs. <laughs> but then the hole looked completely fake, and there was yeah. nothing real about that hole that was right between her boobs, it other than it drew attention to her there. boobs. Yeah. <clears throat> and and then while this is going on, the um the the robot that kidnapped the kid, the one the antagonist. He, he's soliciting a hooker and killed her pimp by fisting him through the stomach. And he takes the hooker and he goes upstairs and, and, and he's having sex with the <laughs> okay. hooker. So this is sex crime number one. It's sex crime number one. He's having, he's having consensual sex with the hooker. It starts out as consensual and she's like, aren't you ever going to get done? And he's like, shut up. I'm still going. And, and and then she tries to stop him, and so he chokes her out. And you're pretty sure she's almost dead when he keeps screwing her, and she's got blood falling out of her. And then she's definitely dead because he, like, throws her. He rapes her to death, basically. He rapes her and to throws death. throws her out the window. And, and throws then her it the cuts to the cops, what one of those cops being mean? being right. the fiancé of the, um, the ro Robotrix. And... Um, <clears throat> Um, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, th this guy, he's just raping and killing hookers all over the place. Well, at least one a day. We got to stop him. Let's, uh, set up a sting. <laughs> the sting was the funniest oh, it scene was hilarious. of the movie. I loved it. I loved it. It, it was <laughs> so funny. And, and anyways, so the assistant to the scientist that did the mind transfer. Um, she's an android. She's an android, and she's never experienced sex before. Oh, we missed a sex scene because the fiance 
doesn't know that his um, girlfriend, girlfriend. affianced is um, a robot at that point or a cyborg at that point, I should say. <laughs> yeah. So, so he takes her home and those two go at it like bunnies. This is Selena. And, and it's all about the bouncing boobs there. All mm -hmm. about those bouncing boobs and epic boobs. They're not but, complaining. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so now they're setting up this sting because he, the, the, the psycho robot likes hookers and likes killing them. So you got the assistant that is also a robot and smoking hot. And, and they're going to have her be the one to, to be the hooker in their sting. And, well, surprisingly, the um, cyborg doesn't, is not the first one to show up. So they get regular old customers and they have a sex scene. But they don't the cops don't know that she's an android. Right. And and she's like so oh, they I've just, never had they sex just, before. They just and put a like, civilian out there to be a bait for this right? mass killer. Right. And it's But okay they did if she make gets... her prove they did make her prove that she could defend herself. They mm -hmm. like dog dogpiled on top of her to try and beat her up and she she's just like, Yeah, no. So what scenario would this be in real life where the cops take a just a regular civilian Hold and say, okay, on. you're going to be a prostitute for, for and not only and be not a prostitute, and she works. No, no, they made money because it was like $300 a shot and they oh, had that's a, right. line there was a line going down, down the down. street uh, and oh, they were what, just collecting. Hey, what hey was the sign sign what doing this say? until the cyborg shows up. What did the sign say? Uh, the biggest of the biggest? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, no, the queen they, of queens. No, it was no, the biggest of no, the biggest. The was biggest it? of the biggest, yeah. They, they kept that's going what, in. I want to see. I want the biggest of the biggest, yeah. Yeah. No, the translation was the queen of the queen of queens, though, is what they called her. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, the guy well, kept asking for the, dubbed, the biggest of the biggest. The dubbed version the dub was the biggest of the biggest. Yeah. Okay. Well, I only had the um the the subtitled version, so it was the queen of the the queen of the queens is what oh, they said there. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. That so makes more sense than the biggest of the biggest, though. Yeah, it does. It does. But um, so yeah, and and puppy one so of the cops tried tried to you know get in there as the second customer, and that just didn't work oh, out for him. Yeah, you need, you need to him. set that up right the, the, first. The, the, that's the, scruffy, a great joke. The, the scruffy guy who's who's uh, the uh, the fiance's best friend there, or whatever. Right, yeah. I like he, him. He's a cop. So so the setup is uh, they're they're watching this woman be screwed by all these guys and uh waiting for the killer to come and, it, and everything's fine that's just how Literally. police procedures work and then but the scruffy uh kind of uh, goofy guy who's kind of the comedic relief says okay my shift's over i'm gonna get out of here and they're like you don't want to watch this he's like no i gotta go you know so <laughs> what he does is he puts on this crazy disguise stupid costume <laughs> of sunglasses and a wig and what does he have a mustache on or something? Yeah, something like and that. Yeah. And he pays the money to be a customer, and he goes in there. <laughs> he covers the with, camera with his jacket <laughs> to have sex with the uh, with the setup girl who's supposed to be catching the criminal. He goes to have sex with her himself, but she recognizes him. She knows who he is right off the bat. And when they hear uh, his name called, they all go in there and bust him. It's just so funny and that he snuck the in there to have sex. out of him too. <laughs> yeah, his friends are in there just. Wailing on him. I laughed pretty hard at that part. That was funny. <laughs> oh. But then, <clears throat> now he doesn't go in there to have sex, but the uh, cyborg does show up and there's a confrontation, blah, blah, blah. Um, he gets his arm ripped off and um, the, ass not, not the then. assistant. He didn't get his arm ripped off till he explodes. Okay. Remember, they, he caught, they threw that propane tank at him later on right. and they shot it? Well, he threw the propane tank. 
No, that the Amy Yip or one of them threw a propane tank at him, not at the hotel, but when they were in that look, that junkyard desert looking thing. Oh, okay, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's when his arm fell off. And they did almost kill him in the junkyard. They they actually had him attached to a magnet, and they dropped him in a compactor. No, that that's at the end. They did kill him. No, no, but, this is before. This was during the day. Okay, Remember? yeah, that was the first. But, but I don't understand why they didn't kill him then, because uh, yeah, they had the him down. They just run away. <laughs> yeah, they just jumped in the car right away. He was already right. half exploded, and he didn't have an arm. They could have just crushed him, or you know, kept shooting him, or something. Something. Bullets mostly didn't stop him, except the one time where he was setting up a trap. Yeah, that again. I mean, the, there was no more opportunity for boobs than they had to. They had to let the kid, movie keep going so they could keep yeah. doing that. There was get, more get opportunity boobs. for boobs, and they proved Mom, that. When if they ended it there, it wouldn't have been right. Right, right. Okay, so they 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 disabled him. They dragged him back to the scientist lab so that they could try and find the location of the kidnapped kid who was an adult. The prince, yeah. Yeah, and he'd already had his leg drilled at that point. Mm-hmm. And video footage of that. Which they sent to the king, and so he wanted to pull them off a the case, and and they said, no, give us, guy. give us a few more days. And his son is almost, as far as he knows, is about to be killed, and he says, okay, I'll give you three more days. Right. <laughs> I feel like, you get him right now, or I'm, or I'm paying this guy. You know? But anyways, so the robot... The, the antagonist is missing his head, and he's on the slab, and, and he says, uh, they, they power up his head, and he says, oh, uh, the kid's in a cave somewhere, which is an obvious lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so everybody, except for the scientist, goes off to try and find the kid in the cave. Well, they were going to destroy the head. She said, and no, I want, really to, I want to stop She it. said, I can still learn from this. Yeah. Well, she <laughs> learned something, because he reattached his head, and he tied her up to the ceiling and has her hanging from the ceiling and just rapes the ever loving crap <laughs> so this was maybe the third really bad. Uh, sex crime committed here <laughs> yeah and and like just different angles of her getting raped not and, only that but we get a full full frontal scene here of uh of him the of tiniest him. penis on the planet <laughs> there is peen on screen which if you if you make yourself a robot body why would you give yourself such right? a tiny dong and it's not even erect he's just screwing her with a soft tiny penis <laughs> they couldn't they blew the they blew the budget on the robot parts and they couldn't afford a prosthetic for the for the, for the mad scientist Right. Uh, so but anyways, it was wild. I will put it that way. Everybody comes running back in. This is a Linux to, podcast, I swear. To stop <laughs> this guy. Everybody comes running back in to stop the, the this guy that put his own head back on. And mm-hmm. don't ask me how he originally put his head on backwards and it got put on right because I don't know. He just screwed it on like it, yeah. like it was a light bulb, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and all the and, all the wires and, automatically connected to everything. So they show up, and, and the two other the the robot girls are taking on the guy, and they like rip their clothes off, and they're wearing um like steel coated bra and panties. Yes, yeah, kind to of fight him. Costumes. Yeah, yeah. That was a pretty and awesome so, fight, though. And then Selena drilled, like literally drilled, through the chest with a drill. Mm-hmm. And and she gets shut down, and that's important later on. It, it really is. And then that guy get get gets you know destroyed, thanks to the the prince. And um, because because he gets away, and then he goes to the prince, and they they somehow are tracking him now, and they track him to the prince, 
and and then they try and, and they, eventually they turn him into a cube of garbage. Yeah, it despite the fact that they, in the junkyard. No, they tried to put him in the crusher, but they couldn't get him in the crusher, so they dropped a cube on him. Oh, that's right. You're right. And magically, right. he was crushed inside the cube. Mm-hmm. He exploded. Right. And and the cops, his his, they had kind of the Chekhov's gun. Where the uh, in the very beginning, he talked about how he was afraid of heights because uh, he he, I think he was chasing a, like a a kid, yeah, chasing a kid, and uh, he fell off a building and he grabbed it by the hand and he couldn't hold on. And he said, ever since then, he's been afraid of heights. He has to go to the top of this crane. And I don't know if something's tangled up or something. The and, one uh, crane hit the other crane, and they were locked together, is? and they had to unhook them. Yeah, so that they could uh, drop that guy into the drop and the, the Maxantis robot. The robot lady couldn't go do it, is because the magnets pulled a bender on her. Right, because she was made out of metal too, so she, she would well, be disrupted. She specifically said that the magnet would scramble her brain, and she would go nuts and try and kill people, which is why I called it a bender. Because if you remember oh, okay. Bender from Futurama, he would go crazy right. and, and start singing things. He wouldn't go and try and kill people because right. killing people was his normal state. Folk songs. <laughs> but yeah, so she couldn't do it because magnet. Mm-hmm. And so. What happened after that? Uh, they killed the guy. Oh, here's the part that I want to discuss with you guys. So he finds out that Selena is actually an android because they have to repair her to bring her back to life. Oh, repair and, the other girl. Uh, yeah, repair the other girl. And uh, so in the movie, he kind of fights it, is not cool with it. But then it seems like they're – oh, they erase her memory, Right. That's it right there. That's why it's important. Well, they, they, had a backup, yeah. they had a backup of her memory before they put it into the other uh, robot, the first robot. Right. So she doesn't know she's a robot now. She right. was excessively it. damaged, and so they basically rebuilt her body, the robot body, and then mm-hmm. put her mind back in it but didn't tell her. Right. right. And so they told him he could tell her if he wants to or whatever. So my question is, I have two scenarios here. Number one, say that um, – You've been married to your wife or you've had your girlfriend for, you know, years and years. And then you find out she's an android just out of nowhere. What do you do? I mean, you just after you've had all these memories and everything's gone great, you have your kids or whatever. Do you stay with your wife or girlfriend? Well, even though you know yeah. she's an android? You do? As long, yeah. as, you're not, as long as you're not expecting kids. Yeah, that's fine. Well, somehow she's had kids like like uh, the I don't know. She, when she went to the hospital, they made baby robots and <laughs> made it seem like she got pregnant and all this stuff. So you never know. You have a whole family, you know. Well, like all and she, and she was she's always been a robot, and I just never knew it. I yeah. guess. I guess I'm. I'm gonna have to be okay with that because yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, so no you're cool with, now. What about the second scenario where you, you, you. Uh, she I gets find killed. out I'm a robot? No, your wife gets or your wife or your girlfriend gets killed and they put her thoughts into some a robot that looks just like her and you can never tell uh, the difference. Now would if you I can't be okay? Tell, then Still don't can care. I say can I get a robot really? body too? But you this time you you know it's a robot from the very beginning. Can I get because, something a little less broken for myself? No. But you you would stay with you would you would go back to her, the robot yeah. her? Really? Wow. Yeah. I would not. Because I'm not some weird robot fucking disgusting piece. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you know what? Toys are fun. No, the first scenario, I would say, okay, you know, I, I've already lived with you for this long, and, and I didn't know, and now I know, so 
big deal. The second scenario, I would have my reservations. I don't know. Because I would say, well, why don't you say my wife has passed and this is not my real wife now. And I don't want to. I don't want to go back to the dating market. It's a pain in the ass. Danny, who are you fooled? You know you got one of those little uh, real life dolls in the closet there. Uh, I don't I don't have that much money. She's uh, <laughs> I just got the cheap blow up ones from right? the convenience store, yeah. And uh, her, her she, no, they, they had a sale on the blow-up sheep, so... Yeah, I just put good. lipstick on a flashlight, and that's, uh, oh. <laughs> that's my girlfriend right there. <laughs> oh. No, I don't think I could. I, uh, uh, the second scenario, I don't think I could do that. If you physically can't tell the difference, then... Right. And then Dares. she's mentally the same person. Mentally seems like the same person? Yeah, right. then... yeah. Everything's the same. Like, even in this, like this kind of scenario, like from the movie, where she doesn't know that she was ever killed, and... She's just that, that, that's called beta testing, and I'm down. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be in the back of your mind, though. That this, this is not a human being. This is no. Not unless uh, it goes nuts and start trying to kill me. Right. I, I don't know, man. And this then is, again, if, it, that might you, be like he, normal too. You never know. If he wanted to have kids, I can see that being a problem. But if if he doesn't, if that's not an issue, then who cares? Now, do you think you could ever fall in love with like an android, knowing that? I mean. You like like you've seen that movie Her, where he has that no. little earpiece and uh, well uh, that has Scarlett Johansson. Uh, no, I don't think so. But Scarlett Johansson plays this AI, and it's just the earpiece you wear, but it's like your companion, you know. And he falls in love with her and stuff. And uh, I don't think I could ever make that connection with like an AI, even though they seemed human and all that stuff. Not if it's just a voice. You give it a body, maybe I can feel some sort of a connection. Really? Even if it's but just you, for about five but you minutes. But know this AI doesn't have real feelings. <laughs> the you know, it's just programmed. In the new Battlestar Galactica. Chat GPT. Hmm. <laughs> now, do you, think we'll ever get, do you think we'll ever get to that point where they have companions for people that are take the place of real-life girlfriends or boyfriends or yeah, wives or husbands? Well, they, technically, we have that now. No, but to the point to where they, it, you can't really differentiate them from a human being as far as their personality and stuff goes. Yes, I think one day away. we will. Really? I think it's more of the physical things that they uh, uh, still need to work on a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people people live... In complete different identities already in Second Life, and, and there is a massive economy based on the uh, Linden dollar, with people having all kinds of, shall we say, alternate lives in Second Life. It's incredibly addicting. You know, you bring up a good point. Like, uh, people fall in love on, online all the time with each other having never even met each other in real life so i mean what would be the difference if that the who you fell in love with was an ai or an android and but you had no idea to know that they were not a real human you know yeah if you're not meeting each other in the meat space then it's just it could be anything yeah it could be anything it's like that uh real Reality time Plus book. yeah it's a thing now sure yeah if L was a robot, it wouldn't change my mind. Really? Well, maybe I'll have to rethink this. Maybe I'm the weird one. You are. <laughs> Just think so. one day it could be a real sheep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Could be. Remember, Danny, I don't eat people. Yeah. <laughs> one day I'll have my own, uh, I don't know, what's a good sheep name? <laughs> 
Do sheep have names? Betsy? Sure. Betty? I, I have no idea. Reap, but that's the name of a Pokemon. My 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 little brother used to call all his lambs uh, sweet tarts, and he'd feed them sweet tarts, and they would follow him around like a dog. He won prizes <laughs> at the fair and stuff. He was the only one that didn't have to have a harness on his uh, on his livestock. Got him hooked on sugar. Yep, he was so happy when he got his first check, and and everybody's like, you know, they're gonna kill and eat him, and he was like, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's the point. Yeah. All right. He was so, small enough. He used to ride him around in the yard. <laughs> the lamb would ride him, or he'd ride the lamb. Yes. He'd hop on the back of the lamb and ride around. Yeah. I didn't know you liked that kind of blow of sheep. <laughs> so, what do we rate this movie? I give it a thumbs up. I'm going to give it a thumbs up, but not as a tech movie. Right. Not as a tech movie. Okay. So I'm going to uh, watch again with the uh, commentary. <laughs> yeah, the commentary is great. I did oh. listen to some of that. It, it, oh, it's yeah? pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, is it English commentary? Yeah, it's English commentary. Uh, do you have a link to that still? Drop a link to the. For, yeah, it's in the for it's in the Matrix room. It's in the Matrix room for now. You're about to change that. No. Uh. Well. Yeah. But I'll leave it up. All right. Uh. uh yeah. That's the that's the that's the MKV version. Because, like I said, I did the dub, and honestly, or not the dub, the sub. Honestly, it was easier to do the sub at 2x because I can read. Oh, you watched it 2x? It made the bo- boobs bounce so much quicker. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you watch this with your wife? I did not. What I think the you, next Hunter? time I watch it at 1x, I will definitely watch it with the wife. He watched it at work. <laughs> or oh. while he was working. Right after work. Mm-hmm. Granted, this is my office. Right. Now, Mordency, what would Elle think about a movie like this? Well, my guess is she'd laugh hysterically. Does she have our sense of humor? Um, I don't know, but she's going to watch it with me. Oh, she is. <laughs> you guys going to well, set up have, a watch party? You'll have to let us let us know how it works out. Um, she never uh, set up Slack on the tablet that I bought when I was over there. So I don't know how she's going to watch it. Yeah. She, needs to, she needs to go in and activate for the tablet. Should have set up some kind of remote so you could remote into it. Things no. up uh, remote you remote into my network. You should have set something up so you could remote into her tablet so you things up for her. Yeah, so I'll probably have to wait till November. <laughs> Didn't have that time, kind of time. You can just watch Flex over the uh, web browser. Well, I have the new movie here. Well, yeah. you, do you have a drum roll? Don't you want a drum roll? What happened to your headset? What happened to your headset? Oh my god, what was that? <laughs> was that the drum roll? Was that the drum roll? Echo. Feedback. Yeah, it was the drum roll through um, uh, uh, okay. YouTube. It is Black Hat from 2015. <laughs> Starring... Uh, Chris Hemsworth, Viola Davis, Tang Wei, Lee Hum Wang, and other people. This isn't another softcore porn, is it? No, this is actually directed by um, uh, De Palma. Oh, Michael Mann. A furloughed convict and his American and Chinese partners hunt a high-level cybercrime network from Chicago to Los Angeles to Hong Kong to Jakarta. 
And and we need some more movies on our list. Yeah. We're running out. That was the result of the server crash I had. My bad. So I I'm think gonna... I've already watched it. You've already you've seen Black Hat? Yeah, I think. I haven't seen it. Neither have I. But I will have that link in the Matrix soon. Are you back on your uh, normal time schedule, Mortensy? Kinda. See, I didn't have problem with jet lag when I got there. I had problems with jet lag when I got home. I lagged after working. Uh, mm -hmm. Lots of hours and uh, packing last minute and stuff. So I was awake for almost two days before I flew for two days. So I was tired when I got there. Yeah, so was awake a lot the last couple of days before my flight back. Less layover time this time on the way back. Hmm. Oh, I, I put a link to uh, uh, Peter Miser for Joe's reference to Santa of Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. I didn't know I had made a reference to Scent of a Robot. I'm a robot program not to know that I'm a robot. What is that? A well, the first instance of that that I can remember in media would be um, what uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. When um, I, I know that there was stuff before that. The one that I can remember though is Star Trek: The Next Generation with uh, Nu Yun Soon's wife. I don't remember that. She, the only person that could tell that she was a robot was Data, and it was because of how she played the violin, and it was because the the errors that she made, the mistakes that she made, followed a specific mathematical pattern. Hmm. An old nerdcore song. I think uh, it might have been on Tilt at one point, maybe. Maybe not. I, I will definitely give that a watch. Okay, and then um, I also put a link in here. To um, I know I have not read this article, but I saw the um, the the news piece that was done on it, where Ford has patented um, autonomous vehicle repossession. There's a whole lot more to it than that, and they they tried to explain what they were planning on doing, but basically, if you don't pay your car note, they were saying that they could um, what uh, first they would um, make it so like. Your, your climate control didn't work or your radio didn't work or your cruise control no longer worked. And then they would make your vehicle like give a horrible buzzing noise. And uh, when you started your vehicle or the whole time you were driving your vehicle in order to try and convince you to pay and that eventually the car could basically drive itself back to the lot. And this was yeah, making what go wrong with that? so much that can go wrong with that. But other than the things that could go wrong with that or go completely retarded with that because somebody may fat fingers and makes a mistake and you actually did pay your note and bad things were happening anyway. But no, my whole thing there is um, twofold. One, if they can do that, then you never actually own your vehicle because even the day after you're done paying for it, they could still turn that crap on and do it. I didn't think about that. That's true. Two, um, the next major thing that I have an issue with is uh, no system is completely secure. So if they can do this to every single one of their vehicles and a hacker can get in and suddenly has control of an entire army of cars. That's crazy. Even if they're That'd not really complete and total assholes. But yeah, it's the end of ownership. So yeah, 
that there was an article not too long ago about car uh, about cars as a service and uh, I, I think that ties in with that too where you don't actually own your vehicle well, anymore if you didn't actually own your vehicle anymore then you wouldn't have a car note and this wouldn't matter so can te can tes tesla does things over the air don't they to their cars like disable and enable certain features and things like that it wasn't tesla it was um there was another like high-end car company that there was made a, it a thing a while back where uh, bmw was going to make yeah, like BMW. Uh, heated seats uh, as a monthly fee or something like that i remember mm -hmm. about that it, and if you wanted to unlock all the power of the engine then you had to pay like a monthly fee or something which is stupid. It means you don't own your vehicle. So what do we do when it when all cars sold are like this? You know, you have to make your own car then. If you want to, be, are they going to have? I uh, guess fast cars. I'll, I'll I'll be a classic enthusiast. I guess See, I so. I don't think you, they they could ever hit a point where all cars are like that. You don't think they will? No, because again, like like you said, they're going to be you have uh, classic car people, people who just who don't want any of that stuff. Well, yeah, I understand that, but I mean, do you think it'll be a point where all new cars sold will be like that, though? Possible. Or do you think there'll be an automaker that says, hey, we respect your privacy and we're not going to do any of well, that stuff? What happens Could. when you can't drive your car because the internet's down? Yeah. Or what about how, what if your automaker decides to make a deal with the car insurance companies and sends them all your data for the way you drive and everything like that? Or where your know. car goes. That's actually that's actually already a thing with your insurance companies and OBD2 connectors. Um, you can opt in for it, yeah. but it, the, um, you can get a lower price on your insurance by opting in and having that OBD2 connector and um, sending back all the data on whether you're speeding or you know um, accelerating quickly to get up to speed or hitting the brakes often or things like that. And the more cautious of a driver you are, the lower your prices stay. Would yeah, you all opt into something like that? They'd have to add be a very very large incentive for that to like basically having your rate or something. Right. And even then I'd still be leery about it. Now how does the OBD two kick back? Is it OBD two with like a a cell chip in it? Yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be. Right. They provide that OBD two connector though, so do any of you well, have what's... the Bluetooth OBD uh, connector? Yeah, I want to get one, but I think I need a slightly newer vehicle for it to, you know. I got necessarily. I, I, no, I do have an OBD2 connector, but it's an older style. I have a what a 2001 oh. Buick. So, Mine's a 2010, and it works on there. It's a Bluetooth, and I just uh, connect it to my phone, the app on my phone, to check out error codes and stuff like that. It works well. Yeah, well, yeah, I would get that. Get that for your Robotrix? My Robotrix. <laughs> yeah, well, I think the uh, my brother is under a lot of that. He's a, he's a commercial truck driver, and they're they're monitoring all all sorts of shit, including. Um, does he own his own truck, though? No, he does not. He no, but I'm just saying that 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 kind of habit is already built into a lot of the regulations of. Uh, his trucks have uh, uh, digital logbooks and stuff already. Kind of like that, the uh, Amazon and the UPS trucks. Are they, yeah, the U.S. Post Office does it. 
Uh, parts drivers for uh, like Pet Boys Auto Shops do it. They monitor your brakes, all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, well, the, it's it's now instead of paper logs, everything is digital. So you've got to have a computer in the dashboard. See, I don't like that. Any of y'all? That just bothers me. Even even okay. I'm using a company truck. I understand that, but I just don't like to be monitored. I mean, I feel like if, if you are paying me to do a job and I do my do- job correctly, why do you have to be always looking over my shoulder? If you if you, you could have saved ten seconds if you hadn't stopped and looked both directions at that light. It's just this mentality of being spied on. Like if you, I, I guess I'm old school. I feel like if you don't trust me enough to do this job, then fire me or don't hire me in the first place. You know. I, I, just I feel less. I feel less weirded out about it if it was uh, a company vehicle because you're working for that company. They own the vehicle. Then they, they want to know what's going on with you in the vehicle. I'm less weirded out about that. I'll be more weirded out. Like, like uh, if I was doing it with my own car at home. And then again, that kind of goes back to what you're talking about, what I do for the insurance. I don't know. Rethinking all of it. I, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it would have to be like something like, would you do it for uh, the insurance? I would not know. Even if it cut that insurance basically in half, your car insurance like in half. So, but you know, I say that, and my cell phone is monitoring everywhere I go anyway with the GPS. And your speed. Yeah, and my speed. I mean, no telling what they do with data. So, I mean, what's the difference? You oh, know? Google sells it to everybody. I'm sure they yeah. do. You know, they gotta make the money somehow. You'd have to get a like a Pine phone or something if you didn't want to worry about that. But right. Even then. If you're connected to the cellular network, then there's some tracking. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but with the Pine phone, at least they have uh, physical switches if you want to turn any of that stuff off. Yeah, you can. Well, so, you know, most of your phones do. It's called a power button. Yeah, fair enough. There, which reminds me, Mordency, did you ever get your phones? Your Linux phones? Pulling something out of his pocket. I wonder if that's the phone. I don't think so. I don't think he's I have to wonder to if us. he's actually listening. Can you hear yeah. us, Mordency? It was a three two two. Can't hear, can't hear you. Still can't hear you. Broke it, Mordency. No. Well, I can see your lips move, but we can't hear you. Well, while he gets this figured out, um, speaking of phones. Linux phones. Uh, is there any way that I can have a similar experience to what Linux on Dex was? Is there any application I can use or anything like this? No, the closest one I can think of is Maru, Maru OS, and I don't know if they've had any recent updates. And that with that, I'd have to replace the current Samsung ROM. Uh, yeah. I don't want to do that though. I mean, even like a a, root, a rooted environment. I mean, as long as I can well, connect to it, you to you it. could you could tech, well because Dex still works. Like you can still hook up to a monitor, right? Right. Okay. You can also run uh, Linux in a VM. I don't think it works very well because you're mostly stuck as root. There are ways around that, but you can then have that up on a screen. Well, see, uh, would I even be able to run a VM though? Yes. So I could. Depends on your phone. Now, I heard the Google, well, Pixel phones have that 
I forgot the, the VM management that you can do with Pixel phones, but I don't think Samsung has that. Well, you can do, no, there are applications where you can just run. Really? Well, that's, um, that's not a VM. That That's that, that's a little bit different. No, it that's is like a the VM. difference between, but no, it's an emulation. It's not a VM. Okay. Now, what, what, what are y'all talking about? What are you talking about, Joe? What is the, well, uh, you can emulate, find the you can emulate uh, operating systems like Debian and stuff straight onto the, uh, on a phone. But that's in like the, the P root environment though. Uh, you don't have to be rooted. It's just a regular, uh, it's just an application basically running Debian, emulating yeah. Debian. Well, I mean, but okay. yeah, P, P root is like t- what Termux uses for to root. Yes. Uh, yes. That, that, that's basically what yeah. it is. But they'll give you like a full Debian desktop. So it, it would give you like a desktop, though, not just a terminal. Yes, it does give Des- you a desktop, yeah. which is why I thought it was. Uh, well, see, I, I would be okay with that. VM. It, like I said, there are issues with it. You're basically stuck as root, and there's ways around that. But then getting anything installed is a complete and total pain. And it, um, the one I was using before I got rid of it was um, and Linux. And Linux. Now, is it or Android Linux? Once you shut it down, does it still keep your preferences and your files and stuff within that yeah. environment? Yeah, yeah. It's not as cool. Remember, we were uh, there was some link that I think I brought up where it was it would actually create a, a virtual environment, and that you can connect. Um, you can have files that you share between the uh, Android operating system yeah. and then the, uh, the uh, virtual uh, Linux operating system. And that that was, I think that just works on Pixel phones, so. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. But um, I will also say that um, you're using VNC to to view whatever desktop you're setting up on your Android phone, and since that's the case, wouldn't it be easier just to have VNC set up to a Linux box? Well, what I was talking about is similar to that. What we had talked about the last show about that, uh, the lap dock, where you just dock your phone to uh, like okay, a okay. laptop that doesn't have anything inside of it. You know, it's just a, basically a, a monitor with a keyboard. And so you carry around your PC with you just on your phone. And when you want to use it as a, as a laptop, you can. Is I, I wanted to do something similar like that because I got this new phone now that it's pretty powerful and I was hoping there's I don't know some something like that that I could do. No, um, it's really janky running or emulating Linux on an Android phone. I would say that if you're going to do that, just you know run the desktop version of Android. Here's the one that Honky was talking about. Uh, I'll put it. I'll re-put it in the show notes. Uh, it's called Nestbox. And it's uh, it it says um, it take takes advantage of the latest Pixel phones uh, that can run uh, virtual machines through uh, a uh, framework called PKVM, Protected Kernel Virtualization, in Pixel Six and later devices. Uh, it's um, it's it's easy it's easy to run as it would be on Windows or a regular Linux system. And what's cool, like what Honky was saying, is you, your your VM is uh, you can share files between your phone's operating system and the PKVM. And uh, I wish that was available for all phones, not just the Pixel. What's it called? PKVM. I, I, I'm just now put it in the show notes. 
Oh, it's there. It's called Nestbox. I'm sorry. But the protocol is called PKVM. And the reason you can only do it on Piccolo phones is because it takes advantage of the uh, the Google uh, chip, their their in-house chip that they have in those Pixel phones. What phone did you pick up? I got the S23. They had the uh, trade-in. The Ultra? No, no. You had to pay extra. I didn't pay anything for this phone. I just traded in my uh, S20 through AT&T, and they give you a $1,000 credit, and that credit, or up to a $1,000 credit, and that credit will will pay each month of, of your phone. So you have to be in an installment plan, but you don't pay anything. That credit covers your plan since it was right. free. It, you still have to pay want, tax. They, they don't do contracts anymore for your, your phone service, but this is how they get around that to make sure that you stay a customer. Yeah, because if I, if I leave, then I have to finish paying off that phone. I don't want to do that. But uh, anyway, I guess... That's kind of nothing's really available like that, unless I wanted a Linux phone or like what, you know, that's why I was asking about Mordency's phone. If he ever got those Linux phones in and uh, I guess he did not. Do you know where those Linux phones are, Mordency? We still can't hear you. Can't hear you, buddy. Anyway, uh, anybody remember what those were called? Was it, uh, I don't know, but I know that um, FX something next month, next month, April. Uh -huh. Isn't the uh, the Pine Tab Two coming out? Oh, really? Yeah, it's coming up here soon. Is there anything else interesting in that uh, Pine update? That's the only one I've seen, but that's only because it was pointed out to me. And uh, the starting prices on the Pine Tab Twos is going to be one hundred and sixty dollars, one hundred and fifty-nine. Hello. Hello. We hear you now. Hello. Linux phones. phones. I think it was uh the splitter I was using. So the, uh, the we were asking about if you ever get that those phones or not the Linux. No, phones. you can get them for three hundred and fifty dollars from Hong Kong right now. Damn it! But you 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 did the Indiegogo or what? I just prepaid for them. You don't want to pay for them again? Paid way too much for them. And now you don't even get them. They were supposed to be sent in August. Did they give you any kind of update or tracking or anything like that? That was the last update. They said they were going to provide tracking when they were sent. Which will be never. I didn't I didn't read this uh, Pine64 update. Pine Tab 2. So did they ever start shipping out the original Pine Tab again? Or did, was that just kind of like... We ran out, and that was Available it. Available for purchase last I looked. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, did they do an update to the Pine Time? Uh, I think they're getting a lot of software updates. I think that was in the uh, the notes there. And they did an update for the Pine Soul. Pine they Time. Did? Yeah, they got the Pine Soul V2. Well, yeah. Now they Bluetooth. have a BLE app for it. Pine Sam, they call it. Arcade, have you heard of that emulator? R-Cade, no. new release for Rock 64, Rock Pro 64, and Pinebook. Issues with the PineBuds Pro's left earbud can be fixed by reflashing the firmware. So there's a 4 gigabyte, 64 gigabyte version for 159 for the PinePad, PineTap 2, and the 8 gigabyte ran 128 gigabyte version for 209. 
comes with uh, you can get a keyboard for it sometime in april is the launch window yeah i'm still not overly interested in it i mean i like the idea of it but i'm not a fan of the arm processor in it rk processors my my issue with the with the lap docks is they cost as much as like a, a freaking laptop yeah it's just a decent low-end laptop you know and i don't understand why they're not paying for memory they're not paying for hard drive they're not paying for cpu a, a, a decent screen that that's all you're usually paying for there i guess so are all the other components just that cheap that that's how much it costs or do you think it's like economy of scale where they just don't have to sell as many as they would a laptop I don't know, but I mean, seriously, it should not cost that much. I mean, the only expensive part that I can think of would be the screen. Yeah. And even then, that's just a panel. Right. The next dock is pretty cool, though. The one that Libram put out. It's just expensive. Yeah. Um. Well, the one I posted last time. Can't remember what that's called. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Monkey's going to sleep already. He does that. Somebody walk by and tase him. He's going to take a nap here. The U Perfect. U Perfect? U Perfect Damn right I am. <laughs> oh my god, is it really 11.07 already? It's late. Yeah, it is. And mostly it got taken up with the, us talking about pornography. Yeah, I kind of zoned out there for a minute, not going to lie to you. Uh, I'm looking at the U Perfect right now. Yeah, uh, I just dropped the link to it again. I know it was in last show too. Oh, laptop for Samsung Dex. I I was looking at replacing my server. Well, not replacing, but swapping in a, a Risk Five board. But Linux support on Risk Five is like unless unless you know how to hack the kernel, it's uh, it's just not reliable. Did you yeah. uh did you ever get that figured out with your motherboard? No, me and Eli both uh it, it's it So here's the thing, right? Is that it crapped out and um what eventually ended up happening was in order to fix it, I'd have to spend more than what was in the original budget. The point of it was to be cheap and effective. It was effective and it stopped being cheap. I mean, I, at this point, we've cycled through components. I mean, we bought we bought a new PSU, swapped that in, changed a thing. Uh, we bought a new motherboard because we thought the case might have made contact with it and shorted it out. Well, that that wasn't the problem. So now we think it's the CPU, and at that point, I'm I'm just I'm not throwing money at it, guys. I I, I built a new yeah. computer, you know. It, it's just yeah, there's I, a I certain time when you have to call it. Yeah, that sucks, that, that's man. That's where we're at. So you'd have to your next step would get a new CPU, huh? Yeah, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'll I'll, I'll go get a Raspberry Pi when the price comes down or something. But I'm not. I'm just not spending eighteen hundred dollars when at that point I could replace my main rig. You know. So you just gonna do you just return the parts or what? Uh, I was going to, but because I I piecemealed it, um, like over time because I didn't have money. To pay Whoa! For the, uh, what was it you were trying to fix? He was building a new server. Yeah, my uh, my my NAS. 
um, my Jellyfin NAS. Uh, it was supposed to double as an XP emulation box, and it worked really good for what it was. I'm gonna say that right now. I when it when it did work, it worked really damn well. But this fucking I, new components are supposed to work, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and when you piecemeal it together over six months, some of, some of the stuff you just can't return. Or in oh. my case. I didn't have over the course of the time. I I didn't have some of the original packaging because you no, know, I just expected it to work. You know, I, I built the computer I'm talking to you guys on right now, perfectly fine without any issues. But I don't I don't know. Uh, one of one of my uh, work associates recently built a computer, and he was building um uh an AM4 plus or an AM4 machine, and um he had to go through like. Three different hard, or three different mother, or yeah, motherboards from three different manufacturers before he actually found one that worked with the um, the processor that he had. So, Man, and then, I feel bad for you, Hopper. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I know that sucked. You're excited to get the thing up and running. So it oh, is yeah. a fairly common thing to happen where you're buying these new parts and they just suck. It's it sucks because it was uh, the the motherboard was ASUS and it was two ASUS motherboards. One was a tough, and I can't remember what the other one was. Uh, oh, the other one was a Strix, and so it's like I, I had a Ryzen five e in there. Uh, I had sixty four gigs of RAM. We actually so we know it's not the RAM because the RAM is sitting in the computer that I'm talking to you from right now. I. I threw it in there, so now I've got 64 gigs of DDR4. I just, yeah, I, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't pissed off hey, about it. Hey, kudos on finding a G model. You couldn't oh, find yeah. the the, yeah. the G models there for a while. That's that's the other thing is that it, it's a G model, and I need I I need the G model, and so the that's the other thing is that I bought it when it was cheap. Those those have gone up in price. I'm pretty sure since, and so. I just like I said, I I wanted it to be below a thousand dollars, and if I if I go and replace the CPU, it's gonna push it over that, and I'm just I'm I'll go get I'll go get a, a some SBC or something to put it on there. But uh, as I mentioned in in the Matrix earlier today, the Raspberry Pi Foundation is sucking balls right now. Well, they had a a statement that they released. Uh, was it last month or the month before? I know we discussed it where they were talking about um, they were going to get their all their issues fixed and their availability should be back in the third quarter of this year. Well, that's nice. Uh, the other question I was I was looking at the suppliers. Anyone know what the hell happened to Element Fourteen? They shut down a couple of years ago. No, like they're they're still in existence. Like their website's still up and everything. You can buy parts from them, but they don't make Raspberry Pis anymore, which is really weird because mm. uh, a few years ago they were like a major player in that space. They they never made Raspberry Pis. They were um, an official distributor. Right. Oh, is that what? Oh, because the box. I just assumed that they were one of the uh, one of the manufacturers because the Raspberry Pi that I bought was from them and it that element 14 on the box i just assumed they were just the u.s distributors i'm gonna guess it's a licensing issue then yeah it's it's just the whole thing is a mess so uh, right now what i'm doing is pretty stupid we we threw the um the m.2 ssd into my main rig and we threw the um wd red in there as well and uh, to linux's credit you know, you can just throw it in any x86 box and it'll just go. 
like nothing changed and it, it works perfectly fine but it's just irritating because now you know for example when i get off this call i'm gonna have to restart my computer especially into that other operating system it, it, it's just a mess and i was looking at risk five boards because i was like i'm curious to know what what's going on there because i haven't looked into it in like five years and so the status of that right now is all risk five boards you can get them but the I don't. I'm not quite sure why, but Linux, Linux, like obviously you can port Linux to it. Is not. Pine really has good. one. Star, Star sixty four, I think, something like that. Uh, I was looking at a Star five two, I believe, um, and that has an M dot two slot on it. Um, the problem is that I want Nix OS for because, like, one of the things I want to do. Is I want to get Nix OS and I want to get Kubernetes because I've got a couple other things also servers that I want to run on there. There's Shoko, which is like a metadata grabber for Jellyfin, and uh, that's going to be useful for anime. I'm sure Eli could tell you exactly mm -hmm. why uh, why anime metadata is an issue in Jellyfin. One so Piece bad. One Piece has a thousand fucking episodes. More than that, I think. And yeah, I think it's like in order a hundred. In in order for T V D B to recognize the fact that it's One Piece, all twelve hundred episodes have to be in season one. And so that brings us to point number two. Roku client is a pain in the ass to work with when you have more than 20 episodes because it starts to chug. And so I, I started looking into it and it's like there's there's this thing called Shoko which deal with all that garbage for you. The catch is that like obviously you have to run it but it, it I don't know. Uh, there's there's things that could be better. But I mean... It, it 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 is a disappointment when you go stand up a NAS and seventy five percent of it just doesn't fuck. So I don't. When it comes to the Risk Five stuff, I'm not sure if there's anything really running Risk Five well. Yeah, I don't think so. It's pretty uh, experimental right now. I'm pretty sure that that uh, Windows doesn't have a build for it. Neither does Mac, or I don't know who else besides <clears throat> the occasional Linux would have a, a Risk Five build. I mean nobody because nobody else has a source available. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just I I'm not a C programmer, and I've watched. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch In Commander, but I've watched In Commander port Linux, and you really do in a lot of cases have to quite literally hack the kernel. Which I mean, if if you can grok it, that's great. You know, submit the patch upstream and see if it gets merged. But I mean, I I don't deal well with memory management in C. And fortunately, that's what I would have to deal with. Um, like, obviously, I don't know that for a fact, but I mean, when you watch somebody else cross compile stuff and have to do it, you kind of get the gist. I don't know. Uh, it, hopefully, it'll be figured out within the next few months. I I don't I I don't have a. Th um, I don't know if you can get away with one machine, but have you looked at? Some of the one-liter solutions. I'm running a few of them, and they're pretty, pretty powerful and pretty efficient. Uh, what is that? Just a mini PC. Yeah, mini PCs. And are you talking about the Nooks, like the NUCs? Well, yeah, we don't know what you're talking about, man. 
No, yeah, I like the, that form factor. This, this. No, these these are the mach- the little desktops that you see mounted behind. Yeah, like a nook. Mm-hmm. The little right, thing but but they're a little bigger than a nook. They got a lot more oh, power. Are, are you they, talking about like a thin client? Well, they got more power than a regular thin client usually, but, but it's those, that same form factor. Yeah, like a yeah, wise I've, client. I have an HP one that's no longer working. Mini ITX, slightly, yeah. Yeah, I was I was thinking about going on eBay and finding one of the, one of the wise ones. Um, after you guys brought it up, um, I don't know when that'll be. I don't have money right now, but. You know, I thought about that when 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 we were talking. I thought about that later. You said you wanted to use it for media, and those don't have HDMI out. It's just going to be a server, and you'll have a client somewhere else to be all right. But yeah, well, that's that's the thing is that I'm I'm willing to nix the whole XP side of shit. It's it's running Jellyfin. Jellyfin only is a server. Like you have to have a client on another device to use it. So it's like Plex, you know. You, you yeah. can probably, if you can run Plex from one of those, you can run Jellyfin. Honky uses Jellyfin. The only uh, the only hang-up that I would have is uh, one of the things that I wanted to do, and it was planned when I was building the NAS, so I eventually wanted to put an Intel Arc card in there for eight, and uh, that's obviously not happening now. I have uh, Jellyfin running on an old Sony Vio laptop that is pretty damn old. <laughs> um, yeah, Do you do any uh, transcoding on it? Or is it yeah, just, I think uh, it does. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Old, so. Yeah, because I don't think it does on any of the clients. Because most of the, the clients only, are all... The only thing I have to bitch about Jellyfin-wise, it has nothing to do with the server. It's the Roku client. Roku client is, is some bottom-grade trash, and I don't blame the developers. I blame Roku itself um, because I was actually looking into seeing what I would need to do to start working on it, and Roku uh, can't be bothered to have anything other than BrightScript, which is a visual basic knockoff without GUI part of it. And on top of that, all of the debugging done over Telnet. So if there's an error, it's it out onto... Oh, yeah, yeah, gross. When, when you start looking into what it takes to develop a Roku app, one, Roku is a fucking embarrassment to engineers everywhere. Two, um, just... I, it's it, When people aren't paid full-time because that's the thing i i wonder for something like tubi or netflix or any of these apps or plex for i wonder how many people are working on it full-time and how much they're getting paid because that's you you would have to pay me quite a bit even think about dealing with that bullshit roku does if you're listening i'm sorry well, I'm sure it's not somebody from Roku, Roku who's writing the uh, app for no, Jellyfin. It, it's probably it'd a be Jellyfin enthusiast who's writing the app for it. Volunteer developer, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. The actual company that runs Roku should be embarrassed, and I, I feel bad for anyone that is stuck writing BrightScript because it's pretty pretty gnarly, man. So the Jellyfin clients have run it on um, Fire Sticks, uh, Fire tablets, regular tablets, phones, man, I've never, I've never had any problem. It's gotten so out of hand with the Roku client. Well, I mean, I, I, 
if any of you guys have Roku, I encourage you to try it to see what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's it's not there, but the, I mean, I'm thinking about picking up either a Fire Stick or a um, one of those Chromecasts that come with Android TV on it. Um, just because I know that both of those options have better Jellyfin support than has on it. It's not Jellyfin's fault, it's Roku's fault. Or like as far as development teams go, it's not the people working on Jellyfin's fault that their app is. development environment that they've been given to work in is just ideal for anyone trying to be productive. I mean debugging over Telnet in twenty twenty three, they a couple years ago they made this hullabaloo about how they were taking off um sideloading apps for security and they're releasing a new SDK. Uh, still using BrightScript and debugging over Telnet, did you even change anything other than taking away the ability to sideload? Um, they don't even have a real like Twitch. They, the solution, the community made a thing called Tuku, which was a uh, a Twitch client for for Roku, and you know it, then Roku just comes out with the oh yeah uh, you can't sideload apps on your TV anymore, so anything that you had just isn't gonna work. So I I I don't know. I, I've had enough issues, you know, with Roku. I mean, a couple of years ago, YouTube magically disappeared because Google and Roku couldn't fight or couldn't figure it out. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm tired and cranky. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it is getting late. It's been a long day. I uh, I bought a new Nintendo Switch OLED and had an interesting interaction with a guy who, uh, you know, I was trying to sell my old switch which i'd replaced some parts in and kind of touched up broken and uh gamestop wouldn't take it but there was a guy lurking in the back of the playstation stuff and he flagged me down hey i'll give you 120 bucks for it right now you know what <laughs> i'll take it cool. not linux related it's, it's, the it's, only device... it's tech related so we'll talk yeah, about whatever it, it, it's my nintendo switch is the only device i have that does i think it could run linux it, Didn't it, I see a port for Linux got, onto the? Yeah, I think so. It's a run on there. But it's a pain packet. Well, you got to well, use paperclip. I, I was about to say, and it also depends because um, I'm pretty sure only the launch model one can properly be. Uh, I don't think jailbroken is the right word for it, but packed into. You technically, oh, you don't have one. I don't have a. I sold, sold my it. launch model switch, <laughs> and I sold it because of performance issues. Games being released by Nintendo were just chugging, dude. I I was like, okay. Oh, you, you know, have to get the, you have to get the GTA stuff, all, all the the remastered stuff that they did around. Um, one of them should be Vice City, and let me know how much better it looks. Is it on Switch? I, I yeah, don't think they that's where it is. Oh, yeah, Ooh, that's where uh, it is. I I never I never had it on there. That's the so... whole reason I want to get the Switch. <laughs> that that and modding, you know, I, I do. Well, want if it, to... it if it if it says anything, so um, I will never use Google Authenticator again. Um, something that I discovered is that I am locked out of about three hundred dollars worth of games from my Nintendo account because apparently at some point I set up Authenticator on there um, for two FA, and uh, I apparently at some point. Um, it must have been on my old phone because when I went to go into Authenticator on my new phone, which isn't new anymore, it's a year old, it tells you how much I get into Nintendo, um, I'm just locked out because when you, tr when you use Google's uh, stuff for Android, 
it doesn't carry over Authenticator. And you so... have to go into Authenticator and tell it to allow multiple yeah, devices. Geez. Yeah, that happened to a lot of people that, that locked out of their I'm, crypto accounts using Authenticator. I can't tell you fucking pissed I am at Google right now. I I am telling you I want to de-Google. I want to I'm thinking about getting a Pixel 6 or whatever is the newest at the time. You're, you're talking about getting a Google Pixel so you can de-Google-fi? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. I, it sounds retarded, but um the thing with Google Pixels is that they are always guaranteed to be able to uh be rooted. And because of this, I want to run graphene so that I can properly start of Google services. I don't know if you guys heard the story about the guy who had to take pictures of his kid's junk to send to the kid's doctor. Yeah. Google just wiped 10 years of data because their AI marked it as child porn, sent it to the police. And the police And while he was Google, able to while he was able to get his um, you know, legal stuff cleared up with the police and all that and CPS. Yeah, Google was basically like, yeah, uh, fuck you anyways. Yeah, no, I'm, that was, I, that's why I'm thinking about setting up my own next cloud instance. I'm trying to, I, I need to figure out hosting for that, though. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, I just, what I, what I do know is sometime within the next year or so, I, I can't be trusted with anything. You can uh, just I mean, use I Bing. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Let, let's let's Bing. go from Use Duck, 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 debatably bad to called. also bad. Okay. Um, Duck Duck Go. Um. You can say Duck Duck Go, but the back end for that is you know what? Google. It, it's fucking. Yeah. No. It's it's Yahoo, which is Bing. It's it gets more yeah. ridiculous the look the more you look at it, and then the fact that Duck Duck Go's res, uh, algorithm is with to. Show some results over other results. Oh yeah, we right talked about it. that yeah. before. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm just there's no winning when somebody else controls the services. Well, until can... until we come out with another form of internet, and that it, it will happen eventually. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then that that will be you know actually free and open, and then it will get eventually it will get regulated. It will get taken over by the advertisers, and it'll. It, there'll be another Google that takes over it, and we'll be in the same spot, and something new will have to come out. We've got IPFS. I mean, that's... We have you Tor. Just, you just described yeah. how Jellyfin was created. Fucking MB decided to com or, yeah, kamikaze, uh, go fully paid, and the same thing happened Plex. Plex is, by the way, dog, dog food garbage. Um... I, I think uh, these guys would disagree. The, <laughs> oh no, well, I'm not disagreeing. I, I here's, use it. Here's, here's the thing: you guys use it, but I mean, they're shoving random shit down your throats that I'm gonna guess probably don't care about. The Jupiter guys <laughs> are bitching about it, which kind of caught me off guard because I haven't they... had a problem. What is the issue? I mean, I haven't seen anything that uh, outside of my server. It's 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 a uh, um, Plex is trying to move away from the as like the functionality is still there but they they really 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 want to be a string service and aggregate real one not not right local and the apparently they did something fairly pissed the jupiter guys off because a couple of them jellyfin they like did an entire show about it well, uh, well I for, know. For, for the longest time that was your only option was plex so they got a lot yeah. of people yeah. you know already on the service well, I, I know that if you go to, like, 
the the Plex stuff. I mean, you can see Plex's live TV, Plex's movies and shows, and Plex's music. But um, the way I'm set up, and I don't know what the difference is, is uh, the only thing I see is stuff from my server. The issue that I like, what I the issue I the reason I don't use personal philosophical thing. I should not have pay you money, whether it's like a $10 lifetime pass, it's, it's, the, it's the fuck. I should not have to pay you to use a server that I run, that I pay right. the electricity well, for, to keep the fucking lights. That's the right, problem. Right, right. Here's my thing and the reason that I paid them. Um, now, I did use it for years before um, I paid them money. So, I used it, and it worked right, even... Because the only thing that paying for it got you was um, the ability to use the app on mobile. And if you wanted to use it on mobile without the app, all you had to do was go and, and click show me the full desktop site. The Is rest of it... Yeah, I just... I, I paid them because I pay for the things that I use and I like and I want to be around later on yeah. now i did wait until there was one of their sales where it was pay the same price that we first first offered so i got the lifetime pass for like 70 bucks and that was it oh is the life yeah oh, before the thanksgiving they run that every year lifetime pass is more expensive than i thought that's 70 I, well I for know. a lifetime it's not bad for a software license uh, i think yeah, you should that's... pay for software if you find it valuable i don't have any issue with that yeah, well, that's that leads us to speaking of Jellyfin. That leads us to an interesting uh, comment that I got from one of the lead devs over there. Um, Jellyfin has gotten so much financial support. They've told people to stop donating money, start donating development time if you know C Sharp, because they have a serious lack of like labor over there, and they said that they have accumulated enough funds to run the cloud infrastructure for the whole thing for the next fifteen. I, I thought was pretty insane. Sounds a little nuts. Yeah, yeah it doesn't work much. I've never heard that from a project before. I mean, even fucking media has that thing that they run every year. Like, they're they're big. Wikimedia is huge. I don't know what to say. Maybe Jellyfin just got a whole lot of money all at once. Yeah. It seems odd that it's written in C sharp, though. Yeah, that is weird. It's, yeah, it's, it's. Well, I mean, it's an MB fork. It's. Community, it, it it is very strange. I would not have chosen C Sharp if it were me, but well, Jellyfin is probably where I'll go if Plex does get too commercialized. But I, you know, it's not like I'm going to get my money back, so I I will use it right. until it's not worth it to use it anymore. You know, if, if if you bought it, I'm not going to sit here and shit on you for using it because you paid for it. But I mean, I'm saying like if you're, there is absolutely no real well, to pay. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I'm opinionated. Um, I I grew up around free software. You know, I, I've been I, I read the good new manifesto when I was in the third grade, if that tells you anything. Um, so I just I'm of the opinion that if I, if I own the server, I should not have to pay for the software. There's nothing wrong with right. you know, well, going over to um, open collective or something and dropping them you know 50 100 bucks but i i, I didn't it, it, it's, have it's, it's to pay forced. was the whole thing i didn't have yeah, to i was not okay. forced i was using it without paying for the longest time paying for it really didn't get me anything extra from what from my point of view it's just i wanted to support these guys because i was using their software 
Yeah. I'm, I'm I, I donate to, to open source to projects to. quite often, stuff that I find valuable that I use, and it's really not oh, much yeah. different. I, I have con I have put a shit ton of money into, uh, have you guys heard of Avalonia? No. It's not NAS related, it's a, um, it's a C-sharp framework, ironically enough, after I just got done shitting on C-sharp. Um, oh, don't they, worry. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll shit on C-sharp with you. <laughs> they uh the avalonia guys are doing something really cool they took uh the windows presentation framework and turned it into a completely cross-platform thing similar to flutter where you can just plug windows apps that you've written into it and it just goes on mac and linux and so i thought i i i looked at that and i was like you know what i am just on donation to these guys through open it's just it, it it just gets better as time goes on like i looked into it oh. last month they've they've come a long way man there are other like projects that i donated to that um, I, stuff I used for years, and then I donated to them, and then like a week later they did something stupid, and I quit using them. The one that comes to mind is Synergy. Oh, if you're Synergy. familiar, he's taking it back. Synergy is um, it's a mouse and keyboard sharing. Mm -hmm. So you have multiple computers, you set up Synergy on the two devices, and you have one mouse and keyboard. It's it's basically a, a virtual KVM, and then you just you know roll over to one side of the screen and you roll into the next computer. Um, Synergy works pretty well, and then um, you know I, I had been using it for a long time, and, and then wait, they, is, um, that, is, is that FOSS? Was Synergy FOSS? There is no Synergy, way. When it first came out, yeah, before they before they switched to their version two, and yes, it was open source because there are forks oh, that are no open source. Idea. That yes, there's because uh, Barrier is based on their um, open source version before they went closed. So um, what the reason I dropped them is because uh, their version two um, only works if you're connected to the internet and it's closed source. And so it has to go leave your network, go out to the internet, and then come back in in order to go across computers in your network. And I'm just not down with that. That's oh, weird. That sucks. That su I've seen ads for them. I thought that was a really cool concept. They even I, I was like, oh, it works on Linux. I don't think well, it's free, but it works uh, on now Linux. Now I use, now I use Barrier, but Barrier is a fork of their open source, and you can just install it directly from the repo. Yeah, I'll have to look into Barrier. That's cool. I don't have any... If I had a Mac, I would totally be using that right now, probably. But so, dude, so many so many tech YouTubers advertise Synergy. They never, you know, in the past five years... That I've it's been a long time since they were open source. Yeah, I, I had no... That, I think you just blew my mind. I didn't... I had no fucking clue, man. So do you contribute to Barrier at all? Um, I have not, but I just started using it again. And this... Well, last year I started using it again. Um, so I'm giving it some time, seeing how I like it, and then I'll make the decision on whether or not to donate. I mean, it, it seems to work just like Synergy used to, and but I'm still I'm still a little sore because of Synergy. Mm -hmm. You got burned. Burnt. Uh, 
Linus Tech Tip do ads for them all the time. Yeah, I was about to say that's that's where I primarily saw them, but they never I mean, even back in what, twenty eighteen, they never really advertised them as like an open source solution. I don't know. I like I, I'm not I'm not saying don't contribute to open source projects. I, I do pretty pretty fucking frequently. It's when you're forced to pay is is what I have a problem with. Yeah, know? and you did no I got I got the version two because um I had donated to synergy before the version two came out so i could use it if i wanted to as a matter of fact i can still log into my account and and download either version one or version two if i want to but i don't want to so but yeah so version speaking, version one was open source speaking of um I, I i'm not in a financial position to do so right now but when i am i'm probably going to be donating the matrix because i Last I heard, they were having uh, they were having trouble, and I kind of need them to exist. Yeah, they they are trying to support their their infrastructure for Matrix.org, which is what most people do. They they want to eventually get rid of Matrix.org so that people will just set up their own servers and do it like what Mastodon does, you know. Don't worry, Danny. It will be another service that you randomly get kicked off of and are never allowed to use again and never know why. <laughs> well, they can't because I own my own Matrix server, so... <laughs> They'll find a way. They'll break into my house and just smash my computer and say, no more. You're done. Well, he, he got nuked off of Discord and didn't know why. They said, okay. I, I may I, still I have that Discord. little uh, thing they sent me. Yeah, they never told me why. This band said you've been banned. That's great. I think you... it was because I was using like a Yahoo address, and that probably got hacked or something. And who knows? Discord... I know Yahoo's been hacked many times. Discord's TOS is really not not there. I'm one of those people that's like a I'm one of the quote unquote free speech absolutists, where I believe you should be able to run the mouth, run your mouth, and tell the world how fucking stupid you are. And uh, they their TOS is more restrictive than a lot of other services are in terms of what what you can do and what you can't do, and so I'm I I, I don't really get on there anymore because of that, and I, I would argue that Matrix Matrix should supersede Discord. It, it, it's already better than Discord in a lot of areas, anyways. The thing That's the thing the about Discord is for and other stuff like that is in Telegram and everything is. I know what I'm getting into when I use those services, and I'm fine with it, as long as uh, I, I don't take it so seriously that this is a place where I consider, uh, you know, storing data that I can't lose or conversations that I want to keep and not have other people listen to. You know, you have to go into these services knowing what they're about and use them accordingly. If you don't, and you think, well, this is just my own server that I run and everything's fine. Uh, you're going to uh, get a pretty rude awakening one day, and uh, that's just not the way to go about it. So I, I use I, I don't use Discord anymore just because I got banned from there, but I use other services like Telegram and stuff that that I understand what I'm what I'm getting into when I use this service, and I just think about it that way, you know. But for the most part, it's... I use 
matrix and and uh, mastodon and things like that now now i do find value in services like facebook and stuff for their marketplace uh which you know joe does too you know you find some good deals on there and you can sell stuff on there and find free stuff and so i do find value in those services for certain things now i don't I, I do my best to limit whatever information they have from me. Like I don't install the app and I use the Facebook uh, website within the, uh, the Firefox container and things like that. But uh, there's only so much you can do if you choose to use it. You know, like I, I still, if I'm selling stuff on, on Facebook, I kind of have to install Messenger just so I can communicate with people. And then as soon as I quit selling, when I sell, finish selling stuff, I, I I uninstall it, just like I have to install Five Mile or OfferUp or stuff like no, that. And I, I, I'm aware they collect my data, but it's a trade I make to get rid of stuff that I need to get rid of. You know, I, I have to keep Messenger. I don't, I don't care about the data. I care about putting a noose around my neck and threatening to kick the chair off me if I say the wrong thing. That's that's. Well, yeah. that's, just, that's part of it, you know. That's part it's of being just, on the internet. Yeah, that's part, of using, that's part of using other people's servers, in other words. That, well, that's why but, I've been trying not to. <laughs> well, you're using yeah. someone else's server right now, but. Well, yeah. But well, I'm not going to kick trust, you off, though. You, but, that's the thing. You have to trust the people running the server. Right, you no, trust the whole the thing. running the server, there's no point. You, you can trust all of us. That's perfectly fine. But um, we're going out on an RSS. And we're going oh, yeah, out on obviously. YouTube, and and you say the wrong thing, and you're canceled, and then, but we're we're small time, so it's not going to happen to us. They're not going to cancel the RSS, you know. but yeah, all, all, all YouTube five will. But... All five people that listen to us, you know. Well, I, right, I, I, I was thinking. There's I was been thirty about... hits to that YouTube, all right. Awesome. <laughs> I was I was been well. I was thinking about um the first time I got on. We haven't even brought up the whole, the whole ISP argument that we're you know. You, so to start your own ISP is almost cost prohibitive for everybody. No, no, no. Okay. I remember the early days when you could definitely start up your own ISP, but yeah. I dude, that is not something I would do like as a realistic thing. That's something I would do for myself well, as like an educational thing. I wouldn't no, even right. run my own mail server anymore. That's just way <laughs> too much damn work. It is a lot it's of, it too, can be a lot it's of work. Too much like work. Mm-hmm. It would be like getting off of work and going and doing more of the stuff that I do at work. You'd have to be a sociopath to run your own mail server. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, if I told you guys that I eventually I want to write my own operating system. That's like, fine. Just as, as like it, but no Everybody has their own breed of insanity. Yeah. It would be the new Temple OS. <laughs> King Terry would be proud. <laughs> I still want to get that guy on the show that knew that guy. Yeah, I want you to, too. I, Dude, Terry was such an interesting individual. I just... He was a sad case. Yeah. It, he was really a genius, but he just... It shows oh, yeah. you what mental illness can do to a person, the, you know. The American healthcare system failed him so fucking hard, dude. It's, it it's fails everybody. Heartbreaking. I, oh, yeah. No, I will say that, you know, something good that's happened recently is, is um, what the... Um, the diabetes medication, insulin being capped at like thirty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. That that that's kind of awesome. Oh, did they cap insulin finally? Well, now it only legally got capped for um, uh, Medicaid and Medicare recipients. Yeah, but one okay, of the major enough. producers, 
when they saw this uh, recently, I can't remember which major producer it was off my off the top of my head, also capped at 35. So there are two other major producers of insulin that also would need to do it for it to be really locked in at 35. But with one of the major producers locking it in at that price, and if they are available for all pharmacies to get to, then the others are eventually going to have to come down from the thousands of dollars a month that it costs now. Yeah, that I, that's something I'm not affected by that, but I've seen it and it, yeah. it makes me happy to hear that there's progress. I, I was I thinking about that, that today, Joe, about how how many years had they now been selling it for hundreds, hundreds. to thousands of dollars and that now they can just sell it for 35 and not affect them so just well, think about how much profit they made all those years it's crazy you know, what really pisses me off is the guy that um originally made it uh did it without a patent specifically right. to prevent shit like this and then these big farmers come in and, and you know they're ramming the fist up everybody's ass the same way with the polio vaccine he didn't patent that on purpose you know yep penicillin but at least that stayed pretty low price what? Did y'all want to look at the Reddit? Oh, were well, we supposed to be checking links? Well, uh, we were Hunky having posted, such a good conversation. Honky post, posted some good uh, Windows news on here. Y'all might want to read. That's not surprising. It's been an interesting week. Did you guys, did you guys, uh, have you guys been keeping up with uh, the Rust version of Cosmic by chance? No. So they, uh, there has been some more leaked screenshots from the devs over there. They're working on a, uh, a new code editor. Apparently, I just it's it's amazing what one company is doing, how far they've come in such a short amount of time compared Talk to about System 76. Like, yeah, System 76. Um, say what you will about their expensive Clevo rebrands, but their software is actually actually pretty solid to be honest. Um, I, I don't use Pop OS. Um, I'm on Ubuntu right now, but I'm planning to switch to Fedora for my top. Um, just too much spicy stuff happening at Canonical that I'm not a fan of personally. But... Oh, we have some stories about that too. Oh, about the flat pack debate. Flat pack, yeah. It's I, oh, I read all the threads. Oh yeah, there was a pack. lot of hostility. I I don't know, man. Like on the desktop, snaps make no sense. I understand the argument that they're good for servers. Okay, they're good for servers. They're not good for desktops. And the way that they're architected from the bottom up will continue to make them inferior on the desktop. As long well, snaps as also use it, shared libraries. It, it just, I have had so many... It, it just clutters your... Um, it clutters Nautilus uh, with loopback devices. Like... I, I remember when I first used them on accident, not knowing, I open up Nautilus and I, I see in the sidebar what looks like a thousand thumb drives. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And so then I realized, oh, there's that. And then I started looking at RAM usage. RAM usage was actually stellar either. Um, that was a couple of years ago. They might have changed it since then, but... I think for me, the, the biggest issue, snap above all else, isn't anything that's mentioned. It's the fact that there is no way to run your own uh, snap store server. Like, Canonical just wants it to be a walled garden, and I'm I'm not... So, understandable. that's why I'm moving to MX. 
What did you want to talk about, Joe? You said... Uh... Well, I wanted to look at this. Uh, Linux now officially supports Apple Silicone. Well, kind of. Yeah, that, that story was uh, withdrawn later after I posted that, uh, or was proved to be somewhat false. Uh, the way they had explained it in that article was that as long as you're running that latest kernel, uh, the OS you're running, it, it, you could install any OS on Apple Silicon, and that's actually not true. It has a lot more to do. It has there's a lot more to it than just the kernel. So was it, it kind okay, of well, in the tell 6. me about 2? it? Kind of got debunked. That well, they were saying you don't have to run Asahi now to uh, to run Linux on Apple Silicon. On the M1, at least, but uh, you actually do because uh, there's a lot more to Asahi than just the latest kernel. They do a lot of uh, uh, modifications just to get it to run on on uh, Apple Silicon. So Linux itself does not officially support uh, Apple Silicon, but uh, Asahi Linux does. So does anyone know what those patches that were released upstream were for then exactly? That it was that it was for. Are you talking about the ones that Asahi released? Yeah, the ones at that article. I'm pretty sure I know which article you're talking about. They were talking about oh, six point two got this, 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 and that, and now anything that runs that can run on M yeah, one yeah. MacBooks. Like what? What were those patches? Or were those patches non-existent and the whole thing was a farce? No, they existed, but uh, there was there is more than to running it on. Uh, M1 than just the kernel was the point. Um, so, uh, like, uh, there was all these s s stories that came out to say, oh, you can run games on Linux on Mac now. You don't have to worry about Mac ports of games and yeah. all this other stuff. When the, 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 um, what do you call it? The, uh, the driver for the, um, just to view a screen, your, your screen driver just barely even works, you know. Uh, not to mention, uh, you're pretty much CPU bound. So, so if somebody got Linux entirely working on M1 hardware, I guarantee that Apple the next day would completely stop supporting M1 hardware. Mm -hmm. Completely. Do any of you guys own any Apple Silicon Macs by chance? No, of course not. No, okay. That's what do you think? Fair. I'm Richie Rich over here. Yeah, that's. Well, I, I I was looking at getting a Mac earlier, like a few months ago, because I was like, well, what would it cost? You know, what would like I was like, I saw he's there. What 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 would that entail? And I started looking at the hardware specs, and even their highest end ones, like in the thousands of dollars, like just for MacBooks, not not like the Mac Pro or any of that nonsense, just like the laptops. Their laptops do not come with what I would consider like a sufficient amount of storage or RAM, and well, I'm pretty sure those things are soldered on, yeah. which is ridiculous. They basically didn't get an update to their hardware from 2012 through 2019. So if you're looking for something a little older, anything in that time frame, if, if you're just looking to putz around, yeah, it'll work fine. Well, I was more interested in the um, in the Apple Silicon ones because I wanted to dick around with oh, the, the M ones. Uh, yeah, the the cores, the the cores, like how they're prioritized stuff. I wanted to go in there and see, but I was looking at the pricing and I was looking at what I was getting for those prices, and I'm like, I could get so much better x86 hardware for half the price of this. 
And, and the uh, thing is, uh, is they retain their value even through their first sale. So a used device, you can it still pay a lot for. Unless the original owner never released the released it from their account, then they just scrapped the M ones. Did y'all hear about also, that? If we're gonna go down the uh, Apple rabbit hole, um, honky. <laughs> Some some Not interesting. Now. Oh, I'm right here. Sorry. <laughs> some. Yeah. I know you're some, right there, but are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm just something listening something and playing around with this. Caught my attention was uh, apparently outside of the U.S. now uh, about 50 percent of Gen Z has now moved over to <laughs> iPhones. Just concerning because I uh, say what you will about Android, but I really don't want iPhones being the market leader. Ever. Oh my God! What is this? 1996? Did you just pull out yeah. a whole bunch of CDs? I mean, seriously. Oh yeah, I'm. So I'm currently uh, installing a bunch of games on my XP machine. Nice. This isn't even like a dead my collection though. This may be blasphemy, but I actually trust. Apple more than I do Google with my privacy as far as data goes. Um, and especially if when it comes to like uh, the FBI or the government wanting to see my data, I think Apple has a much better track record of keeping that stuff private. Yeah, that is true. Um, they haven't, they keep it internal to themselves in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. Right. My but issue that is with usually. With uh, like iPhones and stuff like that, is you wind up getting stuck into their walled garden, and you're kind of stuck in there for. Once unable you buy to one get thing, out. you have to buy more of their things. Right. To be able to function with that one thing that you have, and everything uses, you know, all their applications you wind up paying for and going in with with, uh, with their stuff and getting stuck in. So, what is that, uh, Joe? That you keep on shoving in their face here? Oh, it's a Game Pie Twenty. Can't, what can't really see it, but it's running um, what uh, RetroArch or cool. uh, what's inside Re there? RetroPie. It's um, the zero, the Pi Zero. The w. original one? No, zero W. Oh, not the, the two. two it was the zero W. Yeah. What? So what? What like what console can you run on there? Um, I've been trying. I, I still haven't been able to get anything from Neo Geo to work. And I haven't been able to get MAME to work yet, but that that's that's BIOS issues. Um, I've been, yeah, that's cool too. Uh, yeah, RC, what is that? On, this has got a full-on Raspberry Pi three in it. Oh. My my son's old uh, WaveShare had the uh, the Raspberry Pi three in it, but the he he broke the screen on it. So Ooh. not much I can do with that, um, except reclaim the three B that's in it. Mm. Um, one of the things that people found out a little while ago is that a lot of Mac stuff phoned Apple whenever you launched an application. And when their servers went down, a lot of people were finding their software wasn't working because it wasn't able to phone home. Yeah, they. I think they 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 give that ability to uh, devices. Uh, so I, I told you guys that I had gotten one that was laying around at work, not used, but it also had uh, it also had software on there that locked it down, or that could be the lock down the, uh, the the tablet itself, and it can be done by like application basis and 
So there's, but that that was kind of their selling point too, is that they can give it to uh, people to use for uh, work, but they can lock it down so that they, they people can't use uh, whatever application they wanted. So that Apple Apple thought of that as a feature, not as a bug. It just everybody else. All of a sudden, when their systems go down, it all of a sudden looks seems like a bug, or is a bug. So have you been able to do anything with that? I got it running. So I got um, there was there was two of them. One of them went to me. One of them went to my uh, my assistant. And um, I was able to get mine. Eli, wave that Raspberry Pi thing in the camera. <laughs> Somebody's doubled. <laughs> Not it. Oh, it might, oh, be, it it. might be it. It's Hopper. Yeah. On mute, mute your mic. On uh, Jitsi. So what? No, what about go. the I got iPad? It. I got so it. I. I was able to somehow uh, reflash uh, the one I have, and so that uh, the the uh, software that uh, that kind of closes it off—I forget the name of it right now—I uh, was able to bypass it. It still it says it's on there. Like if you go into settings at the top, it says that it's still on there. But if you go into uh, accounts, the uh, the control account is not on there, so I can still install whatever and everything works fine. Now the one I tried to do for my assistant, uh, I we tried I tried reflashing it, and then I was just stuck at the login screen. I wound up having to pay forty dollars for some software to uh, just click a button and have the thing fucking unlocked. But, and his is working completely fine with nothing whatsoever, with no problems whatsoever, and it runs, so. So what have you done with it so far? Not much of anything. It's a tablet. I mean, I, I got that, put what I what I put on, ta- actually, I put a game on there, so. It's... Are you able to watch stuff from Jellyfin on there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's mostly what you do with the tablet. web page, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you can do a job, but it's basically a web page. But uh, yeah, I put all my movie stuff on there, and you know Netflix and Prime Video, and I see. I can't a... even do that on my on my Nvidia Shield. It's they won't up, they quit uh, updating the software for it. So I have the version of Android is so old that none of the streaming apps work on it anymore. Well, that but, sucks. Yeah, can you not even can you Minix, how, how is that? It used to be awesome when it worked, when I could actually do something with it. Oh, they but were that... actually worth picking up? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was awesome, man. Nvidia Shields, yeah. Oh, I was tablet. too young. I, my parents wouldn't let me have a job in high school. I wanted one of those when I was 16 so bad. It was great, man. And I, I man, I used it to, uh, with Moonlight, too, which used to be Limelight, which was game streaming, so I could stream from my Steam box my you know my steam computer to that and i played a bunch of games on it i had a little had a little bluetooth keyboard and and then i watched all these movies and stuff on there but i mean about the only thing i can watch use it for now i, I can't even uh watch prime or anything I, ha- I have to just uh do vlc you know watch movies on it at least what that about, still works did you set up a, is there like a working browser on it or yeah, the browser works. I mean, I could do. You know what? I I haven't done yet, but just because it's uh it's not really optimized for the shield is install Cody on there. I could try that and see uh, you know if that works. But really, I'd like to just put a, a regular Linux you know operating system on there. That's like a or not Linux. I mean, open source Android operating system on there. But none of them support the uh, shield anymore. Oh no! I was gonna say yeah. is where you can like root it and uh, and put like a I don't know some open source version. 
which I, I can't really complain because they're all just they try to support the most recent hardware so it's kind of like the uh what's that windows rt tablet i got oh right yeah Gross. that was given to me yeah that surface. i just can't do anything with surface rt uh because uh you know i mean there's Completely there's ways down yeah you have there's to rerun the, the the jailbreak every time you turn it on in order to be able to run alternate applications that are not from the uh store and if you want to run it a... If you want to run Linux on it, you have to connect it to a Linux computer to boot uh, correctly before you can boot into Linux every single time you turn it off. Oh, wow. Oh, my like, God, I just dude. don't want to do that. I have yeah, a related story. I, I, I have a related story. I, I bought a uh, Surface Pro either 6 or 7 back a few years ago. And um, Fedora and Ubuntu, for some reason, don't have drivers that work with the volume buttons, the power slash lock button, and parts of the keyboard and uh, the touchscreen. So the whole thing is just like you have to leave it plugged into the wall to be useful. I just I, the the experience I had with like a modern, relatively modern, it was an i7 in it. Um, just it was so bad. Uh, I, I I've been meaning to pull it out of storage to see because like there was a kernel module on GitHub that you could have patched in, but I could never get it to compile. I just I I, I don't know if if you if you run Linux, don't get a storage. Well, I understand that it works pretty well on like the Surface Three, but something like the surface seven might be a little bit new and i do know uh one of the norbert from um mintcast he runs a surface three which is why i say that and he's able to get the kernel installed and it does require the custom kernel to run correctly i mean that little surface rt would be awesome i mean just that all i would need is just access to terminal so i could you know uh do whatever I need to do to my servers and stuff on the go, and it's so small, it'd be perfect for that. But I, they just got it locked down, man. You should see if um, what what's it called? Uh, the the uh, Windows subsystem for Linux runs on your RT now. Oh, I doubt it. it I doubt it, it too. Because it it's basically with, virtual. Uh, it's eight point one. They don't have that for eight point one, do they? I have no idea. I don't think so. Maybe it's just a pipe dream of mine, but I want a lapdoc and I want Ubuntu on Dex. That's that would be the like ideal thing for me. Yeah, and, you're SOL on that because yeah, specifically, yeah, Samsung. Yeah, about three years too late. Oh, dude, oh no, I, I so had bad. it when it was new. It never went out of no, beta. That's no, because <laughs> I, I I was never able to get it. You know, I wanted it. I wanted. It, I saw it. It was cool. I used and, it, dude. It I was wanted so to. F- I wanted awesome. to, and then I, I bought the 10 specifically, the, the the Note 10 Plus, specifically because, you know, Android Dex, it's going to be able to do it. And then I got it, and, and like, day after I picked it up, they were like, no, we're, we're not supporting Linux on Dex anymore, sorry. And, oh, here's an update, so all the uh, old phones that uh, had the Linux on Dex, yeah, that's well, not going to work on those it. anymore they, either. They yeah. gimped it, and uh, that made me so mad because I was actually a Linux on Dex user, and it was a full, proper GNOME desktop. I thought it was really cool. I was like, this is the future. You know, this is what, yeah. this is what the Ubuntu phone was supposed to be. And, well, and evidently, there, there just weren't enough people that actually used it other than, you know, a few enthusiasts. I... I went from the 7, which couldn't run it, to the 10, which then couldn't run it. And I missed all the ones in the middle. 
And yeah, it was just extremely disappointing. Well, what what made me mad about it was I wanted to use it as a proper because Samsung phone is going to have more horsepower than a Raspberry Pi, obviously. Right. And I had a Note Nine, and the Note Nine ran it perfectly. Oh, I'm sure. And I want I I wanted to use it to compile ARH64 binaries natively because it it could do it was up to the task, and so. When they took it away, I was like, I was like, are you serious right now? And now I got to go back to going through what, what is it, a Kimu? Yeah. Oh. And I kept waiting for some alternative to pop up, or or, or them to to give you another way to do the exact same thing if you wanted to. But nope, they just bricked it and said, nah, nah, I'm not letting you do it. Sorry. Excuse me, gentlemen. I may have to. It's getting late. Drop off. I don't blame you. <laughs> Night, Miner. All right. I wanted to touch quickly on the whole the whole flat pack issue. Um, I mean, it, it seems like uh, the so one of the big things was Ubuntu decided that they weren't gonna they were gonna uh, drop support completely for uh, flat pack. They won't allow anybody to have uh, uh, allow flat packs into the system. Basically, you could probably sideloaded uh, the 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 flat hub store and but it and it came at the same time that the flat hub well flat pack people decided that they were going to do a revamp of everything and well it basically just seems like they're trying to do a rebranding and they talk about wanting to have the ability to um basically to be like the store for linux applications and even have uh paid products in there um I really wanted to get other people's thoughts as to how they felt about that uh, just as a whole uh, with FlatHub and how what people's opinions are uh, at Ubuntu's, in my opinion, uh, overreaction to that. Don't change they just They Don't just made – all, all they did with flat packs was make it so that they weren't, you know, um, in, in the base release. You can still go in and install it. Install yeah. it and, and then use well, it to install – all the flat packs that you want. You can pull it down from Universe still, if I remember correctly. I want to say well, they put more into uh, trying to block it, though. Well, they told APT. They so that what, what APT. you what you put up here was uh, Canonical right. has issued an official edict: the approved Ubuntu remixes must remove flat pack support as of the next release. Uh, the the various Ubuntu flavors are not canonical products. Only the original Ubuntu with the GNOME desktop is the real thing. Even so, the company does have some control as it's canonical that officially sanctions and endorses what okay. is an additional flavor, like what they put on their website. You know that do, that does bother me a little bit when they're when they're telling flavors that if you want to be official flavors, you have to do this and not install that. Right. Well, it, it, what they, you know, their whole thing is it's competing with Snap. So they said, from the next release, no official variant shall support Flatpak anymore. Only Snap is to be built in. The Flatpak plugin for software store will be removed as well. It's the invasion. Up. It's the invasion into APT that gets me. The mo- the amount of modifications and setup you have to do when you go to install Ubuntu to get it to not install the Snap Store when you uninstall it. Like I, I had to modify a couple of things um, in the APT place in the ETC. It's been a while since I've done it, but I mean, just and I, I've read that that's changed. So now there's more you have to do. I'm not quite sure. I, I just 
I'm t I just want my computer to work, man. That's why I jumped to MX. There you go. I jumped from... I've been a Mint user for a long time, but now they're going to strong arm even... Although I don't know how Mint is going to handle it. Oh, Mint is safe. Mint's, oh, yeah. creator, Mint Mint's creator came out and basically said, fuck Snap. Yeah, no, Mint blocks Snap out of the box. You have to jump through some hoops to get Snap in installed on Mint. Well, I, I still think I'm going to go MX because I just find the MX tools for my level of Linux foo. They seem to fit me. And... MX is Arch, right? It's a uh, Arch derivative. No. No. Debian. No. Debian, yeah. Yeah, all, all, okay, only a few. This change only affects official remixes. So, Pop OS, LMDE, uh, MX, Mint, all of these non official Ubuntu derivatives are safe. Yeah, right. Um, and MX is, is, I, I know a lot of people that use MX, and I've used MX specifically for the fact that it doesn't use uh, System D out of the box. You can make it use System D, but a lot of people have issues with it, so it's easier just to have a couple of uh, distros that don't use it. Dev1. Yeah. Well, I've enabled System D because I don't have a problem with System D. I have a problem with Snap, but... Okay, now this addresses also something we were talking about as far as uh, running your own Snap store. It says, it's perfectly... Uh, there is only one official Snap store. Uh, it's perfectly possible to run your own if you wish. There's nothing proprietary in there. The APIs are documented. And the tools to publish a Snap store online are in Ubuntu's repository. As we recovered a year ago, the maintainer of Ubuntu Unity published his own Snap store called LOL as proof of concept. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, mm -hmm. That uh, I guess I stand corrected if that's true. Um, just from what I've heard, they they didn't. There's just there's a lot of things. Canonical overall, if you go look at the past fifteen twenty ish years or however long they've been around. It's just time after time after time again, NIH syndrome. I mean, they created the, for God's sake, they created their own, uh, what's it called, Bazaar to replace Git? I, I don't know. It's just, if you, they have like a long list of things. I mean, Mir competing with Wayland, Unity competing with Gnome. And each time the community has basically said, yeah, we're not using that. And so... It, but none none of the times have been as, as visceral. I don't think maybe Unity, but I mean the Snap versus Flatpak. I mean most people have formed an opinion by now on on whether or not they're going to use it, and that's just how it's going to be, you know. There was a lot of pushback for System D, and then there was a lot of pushback. Still is <laughs> for 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 GNOME three, which did eventually you know go away. But there were whole distros. Uh, created just to not include System D. I remember that. Yeah, it still I, is. I will. I will give you that. I was actually taken aback when Upstart was replaced with System D. I was actually really surprised they they did that because that was the one thing they could have gotten away with not doing. So I I thought that most of that stuff was uh, geared towards Ubuntu trying to run a operating system both on a uh, a mobile device 
uh, a uh, the the computer itself. So they so they spent a lot of time, effort, and money to cre- to create something. So Mirror was supposed to uh, work with a, with mobile plus uh, the desktop. Snaps was supposed to be kind of like a containerization version of kind of like uh, an APK. Uh, but try to use it both as um, you know for mobile and for the the desktop where you, they, it was containerized all in one thing and then they they can the same type of thing can be run on uh, multiple devices. Mirror, it's it's one of those things that if I'm understanding correctly is I mean it still exists. It's a Wayland compositor question mark at this point. It, it's integrated it's been integrated with Wayland at this point. Like it's still around. It's just not the same product that it was before. It's used it, with UB ports from my understanding. Oh yeah, no. I, I think I think uh the fact that you can still run like I, I think it's called Lomi. Like they're they're still working on that and I think it's really cool that the community stepped up and is maintaining a lot of that stuff because I I'm not shitting on the Ubuntu phone or anything like that. I think it's a really cool project. I just think the amount of entrenchment that it involved was very polarizing, if that Oh, you sense. should completely shit on Ubuntu phone. I mean, it's still not daily driver ready. No, 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 no it's not. It's not I bad, think the, I like the idea of convergence. I really do. I, I don't oh, want so to do sit I. here and, and discourage that because one person in the market failed, you know? But, I mean, it's... Wayland, there was really. No I don't want to reason. say that anybody on the market has failed. I'm going to say that anybody on the market is yet to succeed. I mean, would you call the Ubuntu phone a success? There was supposed to be no, a physical it, product. It, it's just yet to succeed. So, it it, it kind of seems like they they went all in on this whole idea and put all of these other efforts into it, and now they're just kind of like, well, we spent all this time and effort and money. This is our stuff. You know, we we made uh, we made snaps. Uh, if you want to be an Ubuntu thing, you got to keep up with it. Uh, keep using snaps. And it is a for-profit company, you know. Right there, listen. But, what the original purpose of snaps actually made a lot of sense, and so they're shoehorning it into desktop. And I that's that's really the core of the issue is the shoot to where people use. You know. It's it's different when it's on a server. It's not an issue when it's on a server. It's it's when you're when you're running Firefox in it and Firefox constantly lags and crashes and other perf issues and then the aforementioned loopback nonsense. It it just it's the right tool for the job, you know? Like it, I'm for I wouldn't use snaps on desktop for the same reason I wouldn't tell you to use flat packs on servers. I don't think you can. Yeah, exactly, and 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 arguably shouldn't. Personally, I mean, I, I've I don't care necessarily where it's coming from. I haven't ha- run into an issue where a uh, flat pack or snap has burned me in any way. Um, I haven't either. I'm I'm a lot happier just pulling stuff uh, straight from a repo though, just because I I feel like when it does, it's doing a check to make sure that I have everything that I need and stuff. When I, I don't know, I don't. I feel better from a repo, but I don't think I, that there's there's any. I don't feel one way or any other. I don't care. It, it as feels long as, like I'm doing a whole lot less of dancing around. Can can we talk about Certbot? Can flat, we talk about flat, Certbot for a second? Well, well, flat packs are moving ahead as storage becomes cheaper. I think is the main uh, driver for this because you know you've got everything you need dependencies within the flat pack. 
<coughs> and you don't have to worry about any kind of uh, missing dependencies or, or things like that. And sometimes even pulling from a repo, you do you do get you run into dependency issues. So right. uh, that's really why uh, you know Fedora is pushing Flatpak like they are. See, and I, I run Manjaro. Manjaro, uh, they have like a their uh, little store, little app store. But the app store can pull either snaps, flat packs, AUR, or regular uh, uh, distro. You know the uh, repositories, right? And it does it seamlessly. But you know, I don't have to download FlatHub or anything. What's your issue with Serpot? Question. Hold on. Um, so. The uh, sort of pseudo related to this, um, when I was trying to get Let's Encrypt going on on my NAS, uh, one of the issues that I hit was that there. I'm I'm still trying to track it down. I I need to compile Certbot from source. Why? And I because, um, what had happened was, I was running Ubuntu server at the time that I was um, doing the uh, doing the NAS. And so my brain was like, oh, it's a snap. Because they, they got rid of the dev packages, guys. It's just, it's snap only now. And so I was like, my, my brain was like, okay, well, it's Ubuntu server. So I guess I'll just pull down the snap. And for whatever reason, snap refused to pull it down from canonical servers. And so I went looking for the source and I, I don't remember what the result was, but something prevented me from pulling it down and properly getting it, if that makes sense. Hmm. I don't know. I, I also prefer compiling things from source when when I can. I'm I'm a nerd, but just I don't know. Aren't you running Gentoo <laughs> instead of Ubuntu? Well, because I don't want to compile the whole system. <laughs> I, 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 I like to cherry pick. Linux I'm from not afraid scratch. to admit that. Yeah, I, I, if you're not if you're not cross compiling a tool chain to cross compile it to a Linux from scratch system, I, I don't know what you're doing on Linux. <laughs> Do you really run Linux if you don't run Linux from scratch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only time I will compile stuff is if I have to. Right, if it's required. <laughs> yeah. There's a legal obligation. Nah, that doesn't mean I just add random repos to my system either, but right. I try to avoid it if I can. Well, I pull uh, stuff down from the AUR, and that's basically recompiling it. Oh, well, yeah. I I like to... Uh, the AUR has tracking, too, unlike just random, uh, random applications, you know. You can update to the AUR. I'll, I'll add a caveat. I'll add a caveat in here. If I, it, speaking of highly lower level stuff, um, a caveat is if I need a, uh, a cut, like for example, the surface thing we we're talking about. If I need a kernel driver specifically and it's source available, I will pull it down and do it myself just for integrity. On desktop, I pretty much moved over to strictly flat pack now, as long as it's available. Uh, I don't really use repoed packages for server stuff it just depends what i'm you know more than likely it's going to be some kind of uh native install which i will have to build uh like mastodon and stuff like that but those are fairly easy to update uh if not i'll use a docker compose file 
and just uh, pull Docker Compose to update the containers, kill the containers and update them. So that's how I usually run my server stuff. Matrix is all native, um, except for Synapse is is, uh, is is downloaded through Matrix uh, repo. But the, the rest so of the stuff, I, I pretty much do it the easy way if I can get away with it. I'm I'm gonna have to get off here in a couple minutes, but there we all question. are. Yeah, what, one one last question that I have before I go. Um, what is what is everyone's thoughts on Silver Blue, uh, Fedora? Silver Blue is great. It's just a flat back distro, basically. I know nothing. Just Fedora yeah. flat packs it distro. It's all flat packs. I, I I saw that and I was like I. Have to try that at some point. There is, it is just too damn cool from an engineering standpoint to not try at some point. It's a, it's immutable, um, flat pack distro. It's, it's I would try it on my on my uh, desktop, my laptop. I mean. All right. Well, with that, it is twelve thirty at night where I am, so I I gotta <laughs> I gotta skedaddle, guys. All right. It, 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 it was good talking to you guys, though. It's, it's been a minute. Have a good one. Yeah. Have a good night, man. Uh, all all right. right. You 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 two guys. All right. One, one last thing. Later. One last thing I wanted to bring up before was let me see if I can pull it up. The 140 megabyte mini Ubuntu ISO. Oh that looked interesting. So is it it seems like reading through it, it seems like it's basically just a net install, but it's like a, a base system to do a net install. Really? Oh I figured it was like a puppy Linux or something. I don't think so. It's an official Ubuntu release too, right? Yes. Well it's gonna be I think but the, they they're even they're kind of wording it like it's a a, a net install. Well, it's past time for that. How long has Debian been doing net installs? Well, right. This is but this is this is uh, Ubuntu's version of it. I'm I'm looking at the article now. Use a separate it's, stream to select the image line for various customizable image selections. It is a small bootable ISO that can be used with small storage devices like CD, USB drives, and even via UEFI HTTP. For the latter, a dynamic TUI terminal user interface menu of the Ubuntu image will be shown, allowing you to download and install the image of your choice on the target system. What the hell was that? Morton um, so is this just a way to install is this a gateway to install like a a, a full-fledged Ubuntu that's what saying, a net that's, installer that's what yeah. it looks like I mean that's how I'm reading it anyway yeah which you know Anything that you can use to try to make a to do a net install, uh, I think is good. I usually when I when install uh, Debian would usually use the net install. Well, that's what all my VMs are or Debian net installs. Uh, I do like that. I think that's cool. Yeah, it seems like an interesting idea. What else I like is uh, what's catching on is uh, a uh, browser installs now.
where you just plug the USB into the machine and you go to a local IP on your network and you start the installation from the browser. I think that's pretty cool. I haven't seen those, but I think that's yeah. that's what it was talking about here with the uh, the the TUI, the terminal user interface. Yeah, FreeBSD kicked that off actually. They were one of the first ones to do that. I think Fedora is working on a browser install and a couple other distros. That's nice because you don't need to hook up a ding monitor to it. Yeah, I think if they came up with a uh, a uh, micro distro, like just basically like the, a very, very tiny one, that would be cool too. But well, One step at a time. All right. <laughs> what about your tiny windows? Tiny windows. Next to your or, tiny balls. Or, <laughs> next to your tiny doors. Yeah, on the on the subreddit. What is it? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, For yeah. the Raspberry Pi. Tiny 11, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. That would, that would just feel so weird to run Windows on a Raspberry Pi. Well, didn't they have... Like a Windows oh. 10 version or something that yes. was made specifically oh, for the Pi, yes. and it sucked, that. and nobody used it. Yes, I thought this was funny because it was a, a tiny Windows 11 for the ARM 64 Raspberry Pi. And this isn't official, right? This is something that somebody stripped down and but uh, for other people to use. I mean, it's not official Microsoft. No, I don't think it's official. No. Yeah, you need a, a, a Windows 10 PC, too, to be able to create the bootable image. Oh, you do? Yep. Why? Uh, that's how you do Windows. Windows breeds Windows. That's the yep. danger. Yep, they have a... I think they have, like, a little installer, too. Well, I think that's okay. You know, people want to experiment with Raspberry Pis, and all they know is Windows, and kind of lowers the barrier to entry. Then maybe like they can... garbage. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, wow, Raspberry Pi has been around for 11 years. That's crazy. Long time now. So what is it? I wonder what resources it used. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're creating the image from root windows. Yeah, Windows 11 in 8 gigs maximum. Uh, I think it... I think... How much resources does it use? I would say all of them. Right. At least all of them. It says it's fairly usable. And maybe some of the resources in the computer next to it. Right. <laughs> it says Tiny11 feels pretty good when running from a USB 3 drive, but we can make it better. It shows you how to overclock the Pi 4 to make it, I guess, run. Actually run. It needs good <laughs> cooling. <laughs> Oh, uh, they also go into the BIOS. Uh, disable limit RAM to 3 gigabytes. This will enable Windows 11 to have access to all the RAM. Hmm. They have a picture of uh, specs here. I was trying to enlarge it, but it's not clickable. Can you see what that's using? What for processor? Model yeah. the processor and stuff? Uh, memory. Oh, 1.7 out of 7.9 gigs. It's not bad, but that's just to run the task manager. Right. Speed, 2.10 gigahertz, so they really overclocked it quite a bit. Yeah. 
So is this your next project, Honky? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to take my Raspberry Pi 4 that's that's uh, running multiple uh, servers, and I'm going to take it apart just so I can use this. <laughs> there you go. This does not surprise me in the least. Sounds like a very honky thing to do. Absolutely. Tur- turned on us. Nuke it all. Run freaking Windows. Yep. Be with, like, all my other Windows 10 machines, 11 machines I have kicking mm-hmm. around. And 10. And... Eight. eight. Oh, I XP. love 8-1. Eight and eight one. Oh, I prefer eight over eight one any day. Hey, that's true. That Metro UI, you can't beat that Metro UI. Not even with a stick. But hey, you know, all my machines, I, I'm surprised they don't run Vista. What is the new Windows? What's the newest Windows server? Do you guys know? I bet Morrissey knows. He has to deal with Windows at work. What? Do you know what the newest version of Windows Server is? 2019. Is it? Okay. Sounds right. By the way, the uh, since he's running an 8 gig uh, Raspberry Pi, the base clock on that is 1.8 gigahertz. Okay, so he uh, he overclocked it to 2.1. Maybe that's why he said really good cooling. He needs some good cooling on that. Yeah. Like a bucket. I have, I have, well, on the pies, when I used to have Raspberry Pis, I had always had little fans in the cases, except for the original Raspberry Pi B. I still have that one. It doesn't work. Actually, they have a lot of uh, pretty heavy-duty cooling. We're talking uh, uh, heat pipes and stuff like that, and pretty good-sized fans. It looks like a X80 x64 cooler really uh, really they get pretty towery that's crazy I've seen, that, I've seen that ice tower is that what it's called the one for the the big one for the raspberry pi something like that uh, yeah it is tall i just have a metal case and do uh passive cooling all right one other thing i wanted really wanted to point out was uh well where'd it go emacs is now on f droid <laughs> I know you've all wanted to use Emacs on your Android phone, and now you can. There you go. It even includes org mode. Yep. So if you wanted to run it like it's an operating system, uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Do, has anybody here, uh, you, do, do you all use Emacs? I've used it in the past or tried to use it. Past. But, uh, in the distant past. I have tried briefly both Vim and Emacs, and either one actually uh, suited my capabilities. Tried Vim, I couldn't get out of it or get my get a cursor in it. <laughs> so, and I tried. So I tried Nano, and Nano just worked. So I stuck with Nano. And uh, if, if you ever want to quit, I'm. Still a enough of a beginner BIM user that I can teach you. How about get a cursor? I just want a cursor. How do you Hon- exit? Honky, you forgot the most important story on here. Oh, uh, running Dreamcast on a on a what was it? <laughs> yeah, Dreamcast <laughs> oh, running, uh, Linux. Linux on a Dreamcast. Uh huh. Do you guys remember Dreamcast Linux? No. 
I told you, if I have a Dreamcast, it's going to be running more games. <laughs> One of my favorite game consoles. It runs NetBSD by default. Did you guys know that? Really? Yeah. Crazy. So you can run... This guy, he goes through the whole thing of uh, running Linux on the Dreamcast. He even has a... Uh, uh, what do you call frame buffer? It's not exactly a desktop, but uh, I guess you can run commands. He has uh, he he's running Doom on it through the frame buffer. Why? But just get the disc, slap it into the machine, run it right. Don't put <laughs> Linux on there just to play Doom. Oh, he says uh, the official Dreamcast Linux comes with uh, an a Zorg server. The included version is XFree 86336. Interestingly, reporting itself as running on i686, probably as a cross compilation artifact. I said, you'll need the Dreamcast mouse for this, and you really want swap over NFS running as well, or the G GD ROM will really thrash. You get one resolution, 640 by 480. But what sucks is that uh, <coughs> the session opens windows that are too big for the screen, uh, so you can't see everything. Waste of a good Dreamcast. No, why not? Remember, uh, well, it's not a waste. I mean, you can always revert it. You remember, uh, what was the Sony Linux? Yellow Dog Linux, I think. No, oh, Yellow Dog was on uh, uh, old Macs. Oh, actually, you're right. I think they did have a version that ran on uh, the PlayStation. They had that um, supercomputer version where you could like run them all together. Yeah, and didn't didn't like the military. The Air Force. It was the Air, Air Force. Force. They had like a really powerful supercomputer that cost less to build than your average supercomputer because it had like 500 freaking. Um, Sony uh, PlayStations. Which one was it? PS3s that they were doing. It was the with? two? The, it was the twos, and then there was a version that would go with the threes, and then somebody had built one, but I don't think it was the military that did it. I think it was the military that did it with the twos. Oh, that was the cell processor. Was that their Sony's proprietary processor thing? Anyway, it's it's an interesting read. Everything this guy went through to to run Linux on a Dreamcast. I've seen but, some pretty cool mods for like Dreamcast using the the Raspberry Pi or the, the Raspberry Pi Pico. I think I showed you guys that one for the Dreamcast. Was it for the Dreamcast or I think it was the Dreamcast? I'm asking. I think so. I don't know. It's been a couple of months since we found something interesting to do with the Pico. I still haven't found. Well, I know a lot of interest. Your yours are still collecting dust. No, they're mine. Still in, don't feel bad. Mine are still in the plastic. There's no. Oh, dust. they can't collect <laughs> dust in the package. Yeah, they never even come out of the bag. <laughs> out of the bag. So, uh, how are they going to collect dust? I hear you. Oh, uh, one more, real quick. Uh, do you have any um, uh, old power PC? Anybody? Power PC machines? Well, I guess by the silence, that's probably a no. Uh, it's a distinct no. There's a you can run a modern a modern operating system on PowerPCs called Morph OS, uh, based on the proprietary Quark microkernel. 
Uh, it supports a range of G4 and G5 based Apple systems, as well as the Amiga 1500 and X5000. Uh, it supports Amiga OS applications via its JIT emulator. But, oh, okay, so this is not a open source operating system, actually. It costs 79 euros. Yeah, if you're going into the Amiga world, you actually have to pay for OSs. I guess so. I'm not. I'm not up to uh, Amiga uh, information, so I don't know. I know nothing about it. Well, the big deal for Amiga, and this includes for emulation, is in a lot of cases you're buying a ROM package because a lot of the Amiga stuff requires a physical media it requires a, a rom code either either in uh roms or in uh, or installed in magic places in your emulator hmm. well you get a 30 minute trial with this you could try it out before you fork over 79 bucks 30 minute trial mm -hmm. What else? What other operating systems are on PowerPC? Solaris is that one? I think uh, Yellow Dog. That's what I I had uh, a while, wow, a long while back. I was trying to get a uh, a friend's PowerPC up and running because Mac just basically stopped doing updates to it and made it so the system just kind of dragged and wouldn't work properly anymore. Mm. So I tried. Yellow Dog, and then I tried uh, straight up Debian on it, and then I think I wound up having to revert it back to whatever the original operating system was. Forgot about Debian. Oh, good old Debian running on just about everything. Yeah, that's right. That's all I got. I got yeah, nothing. me too. I Joe's, need a Joe's, Joe's played his, uh, what is it called? Uh, Game Pie 20. Pool? Yeah, pocket pool. I'm playing pocket pool. You guys want to see? Does it look uh, like that uh, no. mad, Japanese mad scientist <laughs> from Robotrix? Only one way to know for sure. <laughs> it looks like a worm in a bird's nest. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. All right. Next recording date will be March 17th, 2023. Our music is downright provided by Cloud2 and Brome. I'd like to thank Delwin for the use of his Mumbo server. Finally, I'd like to give a special thanks to Father Finch, Dave Morris, and Tony Bemis for their help and support over the years. I've been your host this evening, Honky Magoo. With us tonight has been Joe. Good night. Lovecraft. Good night, everybody. Minix. Have a good night and a good weekend. Morton C. Good night. And even though he said he was going to leave like half an hour ago, netminer. Well, I've been bouncing back and forth, and uh, anyway, good night all, and goodness, my next show is the last one because before I officially uh, become an older person. Oh, really? Your birthday? Happy birthday! Well, it will be after the next show, but this is after the last. This is well, I'm telling you happy birthday now while I remember. Netminer, what, what, what day is your birthday on? If you don't mind me asking, I'm going to put it on my calendar. Um, I'd rather not have it recorded. Okay, that's fine.
I just want to, when we stop the recording, if you, if you don't mind, I'd like to wish people a happy birthday. I'm going to get all your birthdays. I'm going to record them down. Oh, yeah? When's my birthday? I, I mean, after the show. You're gonna oh, tell yeah? Me your, When's when my birthday? birthday? You will tell me. I'm going to tell you? Mm-hmm. And I will send you special pictures. Special pictures? <laughs> yes. I can take my own like, special pictures. Thanks. Like, you need an excuse to send them your special pictures. <laughs> right? I'll be popping out of a cage. There's a reason you're blocked your on my phone. <laughs> There's a... Uh, besides... Uh, he's got his own special pictures. Jackie well, sure is, does. Jackie is quite, quite special picture worthy. Mm-hmm. And adventurous. All right, this stops you. <laughs> What did you figure out? I figured out how to do the push to talk thing and change to it. Are we expecting a Danny? Yeah, as far as I know. Well, I know he's going to want to record, so I'm not sure I want to open a Jitsi. I opened up Jitsi and there was nobody there, so I just kind of... Well, even if you open up Jitsi... Well, uh, actually, if he... I, I, can why, say I am the host. Yeah. I, I have the password. Will that, will that screw up his recording? Uh, he'll have to kick me off in order to be able to start the recording, so I'll probably just restart everything. Ah, uh, we'll just wait for him then, I guess. So, so, who picked this movie? I don't know who. Well, it got picked I, through the random generator, as far as I know, I, I but know, who put know, it on the list? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure it qualified. Yeah, it's a softcore porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, there, there was more boobs in it than tech. Well, if you if you take into account that most of the people in the in the film were robots, then no. But okay, that's true. There there was a lot of robots raping people going on. Right. One person did get you know raped to death, and I think he was serious serial serial raping uh, hookers to death. Yes, yes, that, he was. Yes. Now, do we have a ether pad for today? Yeah, I gotta set it up. Give me a minute. Oh, I gotta find. Oh, there we go. Two fifteen. Yes. Okay, I'm there. Yeah, I still have a. I just have a welcome to ether pad. Yeah, yeah that's all I see. I haven't done anything yet. I gotta take the beginning stuff from two fourteen and bring it over to two fifteen and. Oh, Morton's safe. Holy shit. Are, are you home now? Yeah, I've been home for just over a week. Did, did you did you have your, your girlfriend packed away in your carry-on? She refused to uh, get in my luggage. Uh, <laughs> that's what chloroform is for. Yeah, that would be some really good Thai takeout. <laughs> uh, did you watch the movie, Mortensey? I'm almost, and I have like uh, 15, 18 minutes left. I watched it at like 2x a couple hours ago. I, I got I done with done work today because I was planning on watching it while I was working today, and then I spent literally all day on phone calls and, and, and had no time. So right after work, I turned it on and cranked it up to 2x, and I got it finished. 
It's okay. If you're down to the last 15 minutes, you know, most of, most of the good stuff has already passed. Uh-huh. Yeah. There was good stuff? There, there was boobs. Boobs are always good. That's in the last 15 minutes, isn't it? No, there's boobs throughout the whole thing. The most you get towards the end is um, uh, the the armor, the metallic armor that the women wear. It looks like bra and panties. I don't so think it was important to have the dialogue at all. There was dialogue? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very true. First puppy got squished. Somebody ran over puppy. So is anybody gonna is anybody gonna uh, admit putting this on the list? It was probably Danny. Either that or more. It could might have been Mordency. Mordency, did you put this on the list? Um, there were a whole bunch I put on the list that just from uh, googling uh, uh, the criteria. Um, but I'm pretty sure every single one of those movies was lost. We do need to bulk up our list again. We're almost through it. Yeah, I've done it two or three times and then lost everything. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna hours doing that again. Yeah. After the first time, it was my fault for not making my own backup. How many? Yeah, I, there was a couple of different times where I put movies on there and they went away. Especially that you know that one that you guys eventually watched and liked, Bell. Oh, I watched before it was on the list. I thought it was awesome. It was pretty good. Where is our list? There we go. Martin sees. How is Miss Awesome? She's doing pretty good. She's doing fine without me. Liar. She spent most of her life without you. I'm I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah, I was the one that was uh, uh, more upset uh, when I said goodbye to her, her daughter. She made me cry. Didn't we already watch Adam Project? Yep. Yes. Okay, it's not marked on the list as already watched. But we are running out of things. You sure that's a current list? This is the one that I clicked to from their uh, um, Matrix page into the top. All the automation for my uh, downloads went away. I had to rebuild it. What type of uh, automation, what type of automated downloading were you doing? All of the fun stuff. How are you doing it? Like weekly TV shows. Um, no, no, I got you. Using um, a VM with a built-in VPN and uh, Qubit Torrent and Show RSS, um, and then I just had it grabbing everything that was. Um, 1080p, and then it automatically moves it to um, a folder called RSS uh, that's on a hard drive that my server has access to, and then that automatically moves it to the correct location in Plex, for Plex, and then Plex reads it, and it's just available. So it's not excessively complicated or anything. Then I also have it set up the other way so that if I download um, a .torrent file, it'll automatically get moved to the watch folder, and, and no matter which which of my computers I do it on. And I've had a couple of different setups for that, either using like um, Resilio Sync on a lot of them, or um, 
Uh, back in the day, I used uh, Dropbox for it, and there there have been a couple of others, but most recently it's been the Resilio Sync. Are you still using Resilio Sync? Less and less, since I'm using Audio Bookshelf now. So I don't have that set up on all my computers anymore, and I'm trying to... I could go with NextCloud, I guess, but I'm not sure that I want to. Could also just set up an R-Sync. Yeah, I know I'm late to the game on that on this one, but uh, goddamn, Audio Bookshelf is awesome. It is. I'm loving every minute of it. Right? Except for a little while yesterday, for a couple of hours, while my server was down because the power kept going out. UPS. Yeah, that's great for uh, bringing your computer down, but it's not great for having your computer stay powered on for hours with no power. Laptop and UPS? That's that's fine, too, but uh, my audio bookshelf is on my server and not on a laptop. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say anything. I'm on, mine's on a Raspberry Pi 4, so if it goes down... Actually, about the only thing that would stay up if the power goes out for me is the... Uh, is um, jellyfish. If you've got it, if you've got it on a Raspberry Pi four, your audio bookshelf, and you've got enough room for everything there, then um, there are some um, like boat, some um, uh, like battery backups that use uh, boat batteries that would power that freaking Raspberry Pi for days. Yeah. And they were built for uh, keeping routers running. I had one somewhere. I'd have to figure out what it was called again. Well, my router converted it. I got a UPS for my router. Let's see what's on the UPS here. Uh, I don't know. Looks like the modem, the routers. I gotta look at what's actually on that thing. I kind of set all that up and then just kind of left it. Hey, Danny. Where's Danny? I don't see Danny. Oh, I thought I saw him. Like, did he show up at your house or something? He did. Oh, that would be just, hilarious. It was just Morton. See, I saw him leave and come back. Yeah, must have been it. Okay, try a different version of Mumble. Install the flat pack. You were here a minute Install ago. Install the snap. Yeah, that's what I use. I use the flat pack. You're I currently mean, muted in Mumble. I'm not sure. Yeah, unmute yourself. There you go. Your mic's not open right now, so I'm guessing you have a push to talk set up. Try that go. home key. Yep. Yeah, hey, we're here. Now we can hear you. That is the most awful user experience in a piece of software I have had in a very, very long time. Well. Mumble is not designed for, you know, to be anything other than what it is, a very, very basic audio software that uh, it's built in Look. a way that there's no, there's, it's it's very, very basic and there's not a whole lot of lag to it. But they put, yeah. they basically set it up once and uh, after that, I'm not sure that they've made any like grand advancements to Mumble in God yeah, knows how long. Early 2000s is I think when it came out and they've basically done nothing with it. I guess I've just been coddled by newer software that it, it just, yes, I don't know. I, or I'm getting old. There's that. <laughs> there is that. How old are you? I'm about to be 25. Oh my God. You're ancient. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm fucking wasting away, bro. 
Excuse me. How have you lived that this, long? This this is an ex Eisenhower baby. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, we get it. You're old, but now he made me feel. <laughs> he made me feel old. I'm only forty one. Can you? Uh, okay, so I'm. I am completely outside of mumble. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Yes, we could hear you. Perfect. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Yep. Nope. Can't hear you anymore. All right, I could play games with the fucking hotkey now. So that's. Oh, are you telling me I should go back inside and play more Borderlands too? Oh, there's Danny. I'm here. Can you hear me? Nope. Can't hear you. Hello. All right. I'm just uh, got a little bit of a late start here. Uh, what do I need to do? Join the Jitsi and start recording. Yeah, I'm gonna restart Jitsi. Actually, any time before ten o'clock is usually considered on time here. Mm-hmm. Well, can't argue with you there. And there was a time where we never started before eight thirty. Uh huh. Let's see. Did you pick this most recent movie? Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, we watched it. Who's <laughs> we? <laughs> Hopefully not you and your kid, right? No, I made sure my kid wasn't in the room. Okay. Matt watched intensely with me. I bet. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I picked it. I I liked it. I bet you is Morrissey here tonight. Hey, you know, you know, I I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I'm saying it was less a tech movie and more a porno. There may have been some sex crimes committed in this movie. <laughs> This movie really was a sex crime. <laughs> was going to really say that, man. Expecting, but... The way you guys are talking about this makes me glad I didn't watch it. Oh, it's, this it's, was worse it's not than terrible. Pink Flamingos. It's, it's, just, it's just softcore porn is all it is. That's, no, it's not. It's it is softcore is. porn. It, no, it is very much is softcore porn. I swear, I was having on, flashbacks uh, to HBO in the 90s. Um, worse. Worse, yeah. Yeah, I would worse. Say yeah, I'd rather kill myself. Clockwork Orange. It. Clockwork Orange actually had a plot and a subplot. This, this did have moves. a plot. I would call it more sexitation. Oh, is this Mortensy? Who's this? That was Mortensy. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. That was. So did you like this movie? I did. I saw well, what, it yeah. like fifteen minutes left. Okay, good. So I figured you would, and I thought maybe Lovecraft would. I, I enjoyed the movie. Oh, you actually liked it? I didn't think you would I liked like it. it. Listen, we're supposed to wait till the beginning of the movie to do this part, all right? Or the beginning of the messing show. Messing it all, fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're not recording right now. Okay. Yeah, fair enough, but don't make me do any editing. Oh my gosh, you might have to edit something. I'm not editing crap. <laughs> so then I guess you should start the show and we'll talk about this shit. What about the rest well, of hey, this shit? Give, give me a second here. What about Can the you... rest of this shit? We don't have Jitsi up. Whose problem is that? Jitsi is up. I'm on there. It's up now. I'm trying to get it to record. Okay, there we go. I think it's recording. Uh, okay, oh, I got mic. both. Yeah, let me uh, do this real quick. Mute, unmute. Uh, it makes it a lot easier to match the audio. Who doesn't have their stuff muted? Mine's not muted. Not yet. It will be. Because you suck. Uh, settings. Put on your camera, Lovecraft. Everyone starts muted. No, I need to do. Uh, 
Oh, um, somebody post the. Uh, I'll do it. I'll everyone do follows it. me. That's what I need to see. Okay, everyone follow me. All right, is Mumbo recording? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Tits is recording. Mumbo screen. Okay. This is the file. This is to match the audio. There we go. Now I can turn off the mic. Honky left. Honky came back. I lost everybody. Maybe it was me clapping. Threw a wrench in the works. No. I got. We got an echo going here. Was it just Danny's I'm looking, mic? Everybody's muted. No, I'm muted. Everybody's muted. Got to be a different echo. Except Maybe. Honky. I am muted. Okay. Uh, I'm not seeing where the echo's coming from. Nah, I don't hear it anymore. This is 215. Hey, mute your mic in Jitsi. It is muted. Whoever just joined. Oh. We're still one of these guys who don't want to uh, put their faces up and make them share their screen and they can sh uh, share the links on the screen. Oh, that's a good idea. Put them to work. I'm down. <laughs> you don't want to show your face, you work. That's a very good idea. Okay, so. It's so, the wrong set of show notes. Uh, what I was going to do, um, Honky, is share the whole, the whole Lovecast folder I got on the on the um, Nextcloud server, and it has the movie list. It has all the episodes that I've recorded so far of Lugcast, and it'll have the movies in it too. And so you can go to that folder to grab what you want, or you can uh, federate it with your own Nextcloud server, whatever you want to do. So, Okay. That's how I'm going to do it. Why does that sound like I'm a quit and here's the keys? No, no, no. I, I figured this would be easier. I'm going to put it in the matrix room. Promise I'm quitting. Make sure that worked. I'm trying to figure okay. out if I want to lift weights or not. Take a break day. So this is, uh, if you go to that link, you'll see you got the previous episodes in there. Then I'll, have, I'll, I'll put the movie in there, too. You can just grab it. The movie list is in there. All everything will be in there. And what's cool is you can you can federate that with your server, and then it'll show up in a shared folder on your server. And so you won't have to keep going to that link. My friend did that the other day with his of some photos we wanted to share with each other. So I've just got a shared folder. I open that shared folder, and it shows me everybody of. Um, Federated with as far as you know only federating certain folders. So uh, Okay So who do we got here today? We got honky Joe Lovecraft netminer RC Who oh we're waiting on Mordency. Are you able to jump on Mordency? I'm here oh, I Are you able to jump okay. on the Jitsi? I see okay. Uh, oh uh, Cherry Hill Tony. How are you doing? Hope you're having a good night. Uh, RC, that's fine. I see your message. I see your message in the mumble, I mean. Hey, I'm the same boat as RC, by the way. My webcam got destroyed in mine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. No big deal. Just trying to see who was all here tonight. All right, cool. So, um, there he is. Wow, we've got six people on here. Not including right. the recorder.
So, uh, RC, did you say, did you say you had a storm coming, or was that Hopper? Or... Yeah, well, we, we live actually coming. in the same town, uh, so yeah, we just had a storm roll through all day, and it was crazy. It must have been the storm we had yesterday rolled out and hit that way. <laughs> Probably it... wouldn't surprise me. Was it like a winter storm or a thunderstorm or what? A uh, rainstorm, rain and yeah. wind. Oh. There was thunder. At least oh, there on the was south thunder. Side of town. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was bad. It was. Really yeah, there bad. wasn't much on the north end except for just tons of wind and rain. Yeah, we had the storm sirens going off here. Yeah. So, how did you get any damage, Joe? I don't know. I haven't checked the roof. Um, I'll probably what about, have like somebody tree check branches the roof. and stuff. Anything like no, that? this time surprisingly, no tree branches came down, and usually I have at least one. Big tree branch come down in the front. Your fence is still standing. It's still standing. I was kind of hoping we'd get a bit more hail, so that way I could, you know, have the the windshields on the on both my vehicles replaced because they both got like a crack down the middle. Yeah. Dang. Oh, there There's he is. Morton, the King of Siam himself has returned. Good to see you, buddy. You look healthy. You look, got a nice uh, glow about you. Did you rip that out of the gate of yourself? Nice rosy glow. Looks like you got some no, sun. No, it's uh, elephant bone. I did. I got more sun than what I wanted, but I didn't yeah. burn, which is weird. Oh, you look good. You've lost that ghostly pallor we've all come to associate with. <laughs> all of us still have it. I'm proud of mine. Right? I'm translucent. <laughs> 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 yeah, mine doesn't really go away with sunshine, so when you just pale and then you burn? No, I pale, I burn and then I turn green. Oh, weird. Well, I have to see the green. <laughs> you got to do that one day and then come on here. I got I don't have gotten burned in a long time. I mostly just kind of get tan. I don't know. I haven't been out in the sun in recent years, but when I was younger, uh, you know, it was fairly common. For me to turn green because yeah in the desert in the army uh, we've got an anonymous jitzer here do we oh rc that's rc he's in the he's in the matrix room uh, okay no, no no i see rc and then i oh. see fellow jitzer oh. between oh. honky and mortensen oh you can see that that's the recording i believe is it Okay. Yeah, that's who's re that's the recorder. Okay. I didn't know y'all could see that. Huh. Fellow Jitzer, yeah. Yeah, y'all been able to see that before. Jitzer. Yeah. Really? Uh, well, it doesn't show up on the recording. It's it just shows up, I guess, when you're viewing it. Uh, all right. Well, let's do the other things that we normally do at this time before the show <laughs> okay. starts. What have y'all been watching? Joe's getting frustrated. I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> He's getting bored. <laughs> what all, What have you all been watching? Pink Flamingos. Uh, oh yeah, so how'd you like that? It was good. Interesting. What is Pink Flamingos? John Waters movie. I think it's his first movie of Korean No, it's not his first one. One of yeah, okay. His first ones were black and white and silent. Mm. And then he had audio and then he had color. It's an early one, though, for sure. I still can't believe that New Line was willing to publish that. <laughs> what did you think about the Nally? 
With the I vine. Mean, I, oh, yeah, oh, dude, yeah. the dog shit. That was, that was funny. That was funny. Have <laughs> so, you seen it, Joe? That no. was real, too, by the way. That it's was basically real. trailer trash, the movie. And it's uh, got some pretty shocking scenes in it. In, in an interview, John Waters literally said they called up a vet with, like, the pretext of we my four-year-old just ate dog crap. And I want to know if they're going to get sick. Just just because they didn't want anyone to know what Divine was doing. So, spoilers, if you haven't seen it. Uh, at the very end, there's a drag queen named Divine that walks down the sidewalk. And a little puppy dog takes a shit on the sidewalk. And she picks it up and eats it. And it's real. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I remember uh, back when I used to go into, you know, the uh, movie rental places, I remember seeing this movie on the shelves, but never watched it. Yeah. And that's, the, that's one of the least shocking like I'd be things. Very interesting. Probably not. The, the, the chicken, the chicken rape scene was worse in my the chicken opinion. Yeah, that, that, that got me. That's, that's fucked what, up. That's yeah. That's what that got was me. disturbing. And the farting and then, asshole. Uh, the, well, the fact that she was willing to let that chicken peck at her that way, you know, it's... Mm. Mm, yeah. I, I'm done hearing about this movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, I don't blame it's not you. for the faint of heart. It's in C-17 for a reason. This does not sound like my kind of movie in any way, shape, or form. You're complaining about Robotrix. I wasn't complaining about Robotrix. I I just think it was miscategorized as a tech film. Uh, I I think this was NC-42. I saw Vertigo for the first time. I thought that was kind of overrated. (laughs) That's probably blasphemy for some cinephiles, but... Uh, I mean, it was shot really well and it's a really pretty movie, but uh, it just dragged and just like I was never really held in suspense. Rope is one of my favorite Hitchcock movies, and I think that's awesome. So I'm not a Hitchcock hater. Rear Window's okay. North by Northwest is good, but Vertigo, I I just I'm kind of media. I'm kind of lukewarm on it. Well, I mean, I thought North, I thought um, Vertigo was kind of the same pace as uh, North by Northwest. Yeah, it kind of is. I They're just both. It was oh, a better movie. I thought, I thought North by Northwest was a little more exciting, and uh, uh, it didn't hinge on one single plot point, you know. Right. Well, North by Northwest was a much more complex story. Yeah. You, you aren't a fan of the birds. I like birds, but I, which, I, which you know, I'm not crazy the, about it. I think I'm jaded from seeing so many horror movies before I saw The Birds that I just oh. don't really appreciate well, it like I would The with Birds, you know, heavily influenced uh, one of the greatest movies made of all time. It's not Birdemic. I it's know Birdemic. That. <laughs> 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 I knew you were going to work that in somehow. Of course. And Vertigo inspired high anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen Rope, see that. That that's a Rope? really good one. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. Um, but yeah, uh, is anybody here going to be bothered by spoilers of Vertigo? No. no. Okay. So, it's been out for it's been out for what at least fifty years. Yeah. So the ending I thought was kind of rushed and anticlimactic, uh, where he. Um, Jimmy Stewart takes Kim Novak to the top of the tower and, and, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. And 
he you know he's he wants to end the whole charade and and uh, all of a sudden a nun just comes out of nowhere says hello and she falls out the window and dies and that's she gets she gets she, she like jumps and falls out the window and dies I guess she gets startled by the nun and that's the end perfect like, really wow okay. <laughs> But, now this was this was back when they did all the credits at the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. And, so they basically just have her go ah! out the window, and then they just went the end. Yep, and that was the end. <laughs> That's fantastic. But she was a uh, she was a bombshell, no doubt back then. And who who was that? Uh, was that Grace Kelly that was in um, Rear Window? I think. I think. Anyway, it's been so long since I've seen those. I saw. Um, See No Evil Part Two, the uh, the one with uh, Kane from WWE, uh, where I, I I actually liked the first one. I thought it was a decent slasher. The second one was really lame. It was just I don't know what happened, different director or something, but it took place in a morgue too, which you'd think would be a good spot for a horror movie, and it was just boring. And I guess because Kane was talking more, and so he wasn't as frightening or as intimidating, and it just kind of stupid. I saw uh, The Gauntlet with um, Clint Eastwood and what's his girlfriend's name? Laurie Stroud or something? I can't remember. But anyway. Or, uh, it's been a long that, time since I've seen that. Yeah, that one, that one was okay. It wasn't great. It was ridiculous. Like he, the, the, the premise is that he has to bring this girl from Las Vegas to uh, Arizona to stand trial uh, against a mafia boss as a, as a witness and she's a prostitute and the whole way he's being targeted by the mafia, by other cops and stuff. And he, you know, he's, uh, they picked him to do the, the escort because they thought he was just a crappy cop, which he kind of is, but, uh, it turns out like all the, the top brass is involved in this big conspiracy and they wanted to kill them both and stuff. It was okay. It wasn't that great. His, uh, That's what the boss, isn't it? Yeah, towards the end, he you know he he hijacks a bus and he he out of nowhere he gets this pro or not this pro this oxyacetylene tank and all this scrap iron and he and he and he welds a cage on the inside with a hole in it that he can see out of, and then um, he uh, he drives it into uh, Phoenix I think and and. There's like every cop in the world is on the side of the road just shooting at this bus and it's just blowing it apart and he finally makes it to the end and that's it. Uh, what else did I see? Saw a few other things, but I was kind of out of my mind on uh, pain pills and stuff. Don't really I've remember seen, too much. I've been seeing shorts of little clips on YouTube of King of Tulsa. Yeah, I watched that. That's, that's a pretty good show. That's pretty good. I I don't think I have any of the streaming services that would run the full thing. I mean, I'm not really keen on signing up, but I think it's a Paramount Plus. So, but if you but, can if you can run Plex, you can watch it on my Plex. And if you don't want to do Plex, uh, I can you can FTPM for my server. Well, I will uh, have to work something out. But it sounds it. It sounds like something that, I mean, the Sylvester Stallone, if they were going to make a movie just for him, King of Tulsa is it. I mean, it's it just has that Stallone edge, especially yeah, older Stallone. Mm -hmm. It's a good show. Produced it, too, I think. 
What about anybody else? Well, yeah, I'm watching. Now, the new Mandalorian's you. out, isn't it? Yeah, I watched the first episode. Is it any good? Um, it it starts uh, where you think it would with him trying to go to Mandalore to bathe in the uh, rivers. For the yeah, uh, I haven't I haven't watched the first episode yet. Did you catch the season. last two? Uh, the last two Last of Us. Yeah. Pretty good. That last one was a little bit boring, but uh, the it's one before that brought, was okay. It talked about um, the girl's background. Yeah, just I don't know. It was okay. I guess that's necessary for the story, you know. And again, follow the usual routine of when they <laughs> show you a new character, build exactly, it up, and yeah. then dead. <laughs> yeah. Same exact thing I do every single episode. Yep. Well, I guess except for the one before that when they were in Wyoming. Right. They they uh, they showed uh, his uh, brother, and they showed that whole uh, little compound there, and yeah. nobody really died. No. It's pretty so, except yeah. for the very end. There's some raiders that Mike, died. But... Yeah. Uh, watched the. I'm not sure if you want to call it a show. It was almost like a mini series called Treason. Stars the uh, I forget the actor's name. The guy who played Daredevil on the Netflix shows. Hmm. That was pretty good. What's that about? Um, uh, it's about a guy who is the deputy director of MI6 who uh, winds up being control for MI6 because a former asset of his uh, poisons the uh, control or the head of MI6 and just a lot of that sort of a thing. Spy espionage type stuff. Yeah. That was uh, interesting. Is that a British actor, the Daredevil guy? I don't know. Yeah, he, a... he has an accent. Does he? Okay. I'm not sure if he's native there, but it, it's weird to hear like actors that are playing American roles that are from Britain when you hear them finally speak. Idris Elba. Uh, That's that. Are, you know, I don't think I've ever heard him. Oh yeah, he's he's got a strong British accent. Yeah, Watchman Luther. Basically, most of the things you watch him in. Unless he's, I can't think of where he didn't have an accent. No, his accent wasn't that thick on um, the wire. It was on the wire. He had a little bit of an accent uh, that I remember, but his, but you, uh, well, even in Luther, I don't think it was that thick. But you, you hear him like in some commercials no. and stuff, and it gets it's pretty thick. Yeah, but he's dialing it up for that. Yeah. Oh, More than dialing it down the last for everything else. There's the new Luther movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out. I was going to say, uh, long it's, to see it. it's on Netflix on the 10th, I think. On the 10th? I haven't finished watching the TV series yet, so I'm still watching it. But, um, uh, no, I've been watching um, The Irregulars. That was good. on Netflix. Uh, finished up Record of Ragnarok Season 2. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys were watching that or not. It's actually pretty good. Uh, Gods versus Men, uh, free-for-all, one-on-one battles. Never heard of it. Record of Ragnarok on uh, Netflix. Been enjoying it. <clears throat> um, it's a little slow. It, it's it's a very build up and let's tell a lot of history type of type of show, but it's still good. Um, of course, kept up with uh, Quantum Leap. I think I'm only one episode behind. I think I'm two episodes behind on Night Court. Um, started catching up on Magnum PI. And rewatching some really, really old episodes of Red Dwarf just because I can. 
Nothing wrong with that. And other than that, you know, it's just been a really, really busy week at work, and I am super glad to be on vacation. Oh, you're on vacation? I I, there you go. It's another I forced I thought vacation. You Stargate. Was I? I thought I saw you watching some Stargate. When? SG1. No? I watched uh, all three Hangover movies. Have you not seen them before? Nope. Wow. What'd you think? I'm, I thought they were funny. I, I was surprised. I didn't think I was going to like them. Oh, no? I watched part of them. the first one, I think. Not the oh, whole I, thing, though. I liked all of them. Bangkok has them now. <laughs> Worth watching? I've never seen them. Yeah, they're funny. I like when Jang jumps out of the uh, the window of the uh, the Vegas casino and the... Third one. Third one, yes. I believe I can fly. <laughs> so Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, was in Thailand. Was that good? Uh, L, L and I. Uh, yeah. Was, okay. uh, was, was that a was theaters L- now, isn't it? What'd you say? It's out in theaters now, isn't it? Yep. Was that a um, like a, a a dinner movie theater you were at? No, no, it was a big like a uh, um, big movie theater here, you know, IMAX type. Um, okay. But nobody watches movies in Thailand. The theater was empty. Really? Well, just the the one picture I saw, we were showing off the the, the bucket of popcorn. It looked like you guys were more at like a, a table. Uh, it was a table outside the uh, outside the theater, ah, like in the hallway. You. We we just sat to take a picture. Um, it, I thought it was pretty. Yeah, it, I'm. It's it's what I expected. Um, I also watched uh, Black Panther, Thor: Love and Thunder, and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Finally, I watched those last two, but still need to watch. Uh... Wakanda Forever. Yeah. 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 The second Black Panther. Yeah. What do you think? Still of it? need to watch Ant Man. Um, I thought it was kind of felt like a threw a storyline together because they had to throw away what they had. I could definitely since see that. The, it seemed like, like nearly three hours of trying to uh, recon what they what had ha- happened. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was okay. Uh, uh, I was hoping it was going to be better, but uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the first one, the first Black Panther movie was better. Yeah, I had absolutely no idea what to expect from uh, Wakanda Forever. I went into it going, okay, now what the hell are they going to do? And how the hell are they going to try and fix all of this? And then how at the same time are they going to make a story? So well, the theory is, is that they're going to have some time escapades. And the son, who's, you know, T'Challa, is going to be aged up. To where he's the same age that, or almost the same age as the uh, actor that passed away, and he will be the new Black Panther, and they will continue on with the story that they were trying to tell originally with all the movies in sequence. They'll just have the son of T'Challa, T'Challa, filling now, in the role. So does uh, is Hulk in Quantum Solace at all? Quantumania? Quantumania. Um, I don't remember seeing them now. Because they had, you, you had She-Hulk, and the end of She-Hulk was, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it who wanted to, doesn't he show up and say he has a son? Yes. So you have, you have Hulk's son, yes, you have right uh, Black Panther's son, 
we're gonna have like the the next generation is gonna be the kids. Would that be surprising at all? No, maybe as long as they're not they don't try to do it as them as teenagers. Because there's one thing I've I've hit a point in my life where um, I really they will just no worries, really they will. dislike teenage drama shit. I don't want to. I don't want to watch teenage drama shit. I, I'm tired. Too of bad. It. That 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 that's most your demographic. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I also watched the Letterkenny. The the new season. Yeah, I thought it was kind of weak. Oh really? I haven't seen it yet. Um, the new South South Parks are hysterical, especially the most recent one about a Japanese toilet with the bidet. It's very humorous. Did you guys Park? see the Did you guys see the South Park episode with um uh, the the f- British the Megan and what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm talking about Prince. Uh, that had me rolling. Oh, it was the uh the Prince. I don't keep up with the royal family, but the Prince who was basically exiled because of Megan. What was her name? Megan. Her- I don't care about Harry these people. Well, he he wasn't exiled. He left. Well, they, but I, I would have left his position too. I, I just I I I think that episode characterized perfectly how I feel about it, which is nobody cares, and now they're suing, and I think it's funny. Does anybody uh, watch Carnival Row? Watch what? Carnival Row. My mom does. She said she really likes it. Tried. I haven't seen it. Wow, that just made me feel sad. <laughs> I tried. She I tried to watch it. My, my 80-year-old mother with, <laughs> with Alzheimer's loves that show. It's her no, favorite show. She, she said it's good. I believe her. I tried to watch it. And it's not it's not bad. It's just not for me. By the way, a new season came out, and I've enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed the first season. It's an interesting storyline. It's an interesting concept, too. Whatever you got to tell yourself. <laughs> I like Boardwalk Kings or whatever it is. I didn't watch that one. Was that the one with, um... Oh, who's the lead actor in it? Crap. Steve Buscemi? Yes. I didn't watch it either. I just know of it. Well, I'm getting it all in YouTube shorts, which is a pain in the shorts, but, you know. Do you you have uh, Prime? I have Prime, yeah. So it might be on there. Yeah, it wasn't an HBO show because they switched a bunch of the HBO stuff to HBO Max. Yeah, took a but bunch know, of stuff off there. I know Prime has a lot of uh, stuff that used to be on like HBO. That's why, yeah, well, uh, like The Wire, I grabbed on uh, Prime. But the the interesting thing is that uh, I looked it up and. Uh, like the uh, King of Tulsa is on uh, Paramount or whatever. So you can see it on Prime, but it's a hook to hook you on signing up to Paramount Prime or Paramount whatever. Right. And I'm trying to minimize, not maximize my, you know, how many fish are nibbling at my toes. I got you. Well, I couldn't find those new flavors of the um, of the water, liquid death. Uh, the story of Lovecraft. 
No, they had they just had the regular one, the berry, lime, and mango, and then the mountain water. They around didn't have here, the new stuff. Around here, the Walmart carries the unflavored only. You know, they have the uh, the bubbly one and the non-bubbly one, and, and and that's it. But the um, the five and below has all your regular oh, really? flavors. Yeah, the, I got one of those by me. I'll have to go by there. Have you seen the new flavors, Joe? Um, I saw in the uh, Matrix that someone did, but uh, no, I have not seen them myself. Uh, yeah, several people told me about the uh, new melon flavor. I yeah, Lovecraft was talking only, about it. I, I got three three more severed limes uh, today, uh, but couldn't find any of the new flavors. And I think that they also said there were teas. Yeah, there's three uh, three iced teas that they're doing, too. Really? That could be interesting. Yeah, it looks like uh, the new melon and the iced teas are only offered in uh, eight packs, so um, they're not the uh, the normal twelve packs. But the can is the same size, that nineteen point two ounces or whatever it is. Uh, the the teas are one is called Grim Leafer iced tea, agave, and vitamins. Rest in peach iced tea, agave, and vitamins. Uh, Grim Leafer must be just regular tea flavored, and there's a peach flavored. Uh, aim armless palmer, which is the tea and lemonade mix. So all the sugars from agave, and then they're adding. Uh, it says a microdose of 30 milligrams of natural caffeine, 30 calories, enhanced with B vitamins. 30 grams yeah. of caffeine. 30 milligrams. I'm sorry. 30 milligrams <laughs> of caffeine. Yeah, which would do anything. Because one of those would kill you. The other ones yeah. do nothing. <laughs> 30 milligrams is nothing. 30 grams is death. Yeah. Did I ever tell you guys what I did when I was a kid? We, we used to go Drank to 30 the, grams of caffeine? <laughs> well, we used to go to the uh, the convenience store and get uh, Jolt Cola. And then uh, next to the counter, they'd have those uh, like little vials of ginseng. And so we'd pour the ginseng into the Jolt Cola. Sounds delicious. Of course, what this was back... Like? Um, not like My much. boss was just talking about Jolt today. Apparently, people really miss that. Do they still make it? They don't still make it, do they? I don't think they, so. They stopped no. making it. They make it. They stopped making it. They make it. Actually, uh, last I knew I, that there were there was a distributor in like uh, what New York, but this is a decade gone now. And, and you could pick it up in certain places um, around the country that got it from that one place in New York that was still making it. And that was it. Dollar general was selling them for a little bit in my town. I used to get them all the time, uh, back when I used to work at a place nearby our location, but they don't sell it there anymore. And I'm kind of sad because I really like the taste of it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Eli, just general cola flavored. No, no, it wasn't there. It was when I worked at Staples. It was one of the original energy drinks, not the original, which I think does to come down to coffee. What well, yeah. Was so does Jolt? Did that come out before like Red Bull and all that other stuff? Yeah, way before. Yeah, Jolt so. and then and then Surge. Surge. That's what I was trying. That that's the one they brought back for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it took all still, the mess out. <laughs> yeah, but then they also you know had the uh, the double caffeinated Jolt, and I don't know if they ever did that with Surge. Double caffeinated, so it was like. Yeah. All right. So regular jolt is like already hyper caffeinated, but then they just doubled that. Yeah. Dang. Yes. Didn't they try to do a couple of flavors of jolt too? Yeah, there was a couple of different flavors of jolt, and I think with surge, they it, 
you got less from the caffeine in it than you did from the copious amounts of sugar that it had. Didn't it have like guarana or something in it? I can't remember. Something oh, crazy. that was a Josta. Do you guys remember Josta? Cola? I don't remember Josta. That was an energy soda too. And it had like guarana root and all this other stuff in it. And then Red Bull came out and, and kind of you saw Jolt and Surge die. And then stuff that actually tasted okay came out. And that was Monster. So probably there's available a... Dollar General, Casey's General Store, and Amazon. I was just about to say that. Um, no, there, there was another one in between there. It was um, NOS. NOS. Yeah, they still I make remember NOS. NOS. They still make that, yeah. yeah. But they, got the, they, they still make it, yeah, but it had that NOS yesterday. bottle where it looked like, you know, a nitrous oxide tank. Yeah, I remember, yeah. that was a cool bottle. But the, the great thing about NOS back in the day was, was, you know, one bottle of it would, like, keep you awake all all night. And, and really? yeah, yeah, it was strong uh, stuff. It, it was really strong compared to, like, Monster. And, and I was drinking that when I was pulling the night shift at 7-Eleven. It's got an interesting, like, uh, red grapefruit taste to it. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Have, have any of when you can taste bull, it. Have any of you had Bulls uh, soda before that has a square on it in it? You know, um, I'm not a big fan of balls. <laughs> I like, I like it when you add cane sugar, but now they now they uh, put high fructose corn syrup in it. Oh, that's a shame. Have you ever tried uh, Bang? Yeah, ever tried Bang? Awful. Bang terrible. is actually pretty good. Ghost, actually, right now I, I am in love with Ghost. Ghost. Um, let me see. Oh, here's a can. That I drank earlier today. This is Ghost. Yeah, Orange Creamsicle is my favorite. This one, that one's a good one. That is probably one of my favorites. This one, the Sour Patch Kids blue one, the specifically the blue one's good. The red one tastes awful. Tastes like oh, the 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 fish one. What is the Swedish fish? Swedish I was thinking fish, about getting that. Tastes exactly like a Swedish fish. Like, I'm gonna have to get <laughs> that for my wife like, then because the she weird... likes Swedish fish. The weird flavor texture thing, I, I don't know how else to describe They nailed it. Yeah, and then Rain has an orange dreamsicle, and I ordered a case of that, but it's running late. Oof. Yeah, I and never got into the whole energy drink thing. I think I was... I need to get out of it, and I know that, but... I enjoy I'm drinking my, coffee uh... now, which is good, but I, I oh. make it really weak at night, so I don't stay up. Walmart, the other day, I bought, like, five bags of um death wish coffee uh for that was on clearance but it was the death wish gingerbread it's actually good? really good like, mm. really good i will down a pot is death wish strong care. yeah gingerbread well it, it's strong in caffeine it's not necessarily strong taste wise i, I don't know no, i'm gonna disagree with you there it's usually pretty strong uh flavor wise um, See, I, and there are stronger in caffeine coffees, but um, yeah, it's, it's really strongly flavored usually. At least when See, you make it like I, I do. I've gotten really into like the Italian roast coffee recently. It's got a little bit of a stronger flavor to it than other things. Do you like the strong coffee taste? Yes. Well, Italian roast is good. A, a Sumatra is good. Anybody uh, uh, Anybody else want to talk about energy drinks or coffees? <laughs> 39. Do we care what we talk about? I mean, no, really. I'm just right. saying if you want to start the show. 
Well, does anybody have anything else they've been watching that's good? I think I covered everything. Does it have good? Uh, other than softcore <laughs> porn, which we're going to be talking about in a minute. <laughs> right. Come on. You make me sound like a dirty pervert. <laughs> you, you are, are a dirty pervert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you wait. even tried to deny that. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? What was Look, I was having flashbacks, funny, but... literal flashbacks to HBO in the 90s, that after 10 o'clock stuff. Like on Skinamax? To smell yeah. watershed. It was USA up all night. Uh-huh. Ooh, I loved USA up all night, but that wasn't porn. That was yeah, they didn't year. have softcore on there. They had edited softcore on there. They had all those uh, cool cult classic horror movies and stuff. And Rhonda Shear, she was great. Was it like TNT did something where it was like uh, some guy named Joe Bob Briggs who hosted a bunch of classic horror movies? Oh, yeah. That was fun. Joe Bob was awesome. Yeah, he did. Uh, I like it when he did like um, um, like Pet Cemetery and he'd do like 89 cat view, uh, cat cams and stuff. <laughs> I haven't watched any of those, but I think it's still going on. Uh, yeah, he's on uh, Shudder Is now, he? the streaming service Shudder. Yeah. Really? Old Joe Bob, still around. I fun. read they did it as. I read they did it as a gimmick on Shudder and only planned for one or two small seasons, and now it's like 14 seasons or something. Yeah. You guys ever watch uh, Svengoolie? Oh, yeah. Every Saturday night. Yep. He's still on. He's still on here. Did you see they extended it a half hour? And uh, so it's you get a little bit longer now. Yep. It's on MeTV. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah, it's on MeTV here, too. What were you showing off there, Joe? Oh, I built a foot pedal. Um, I have this uh, USB switch. Oh, I'm gonna have to disconnect some things. Hopefully, it doesn't disconnect my audio. I don't think it will. For you, is it for your audio? No, it's actually for my keyboard and mouse. It's just on a on a hub, <clears throat> or it's connected to a hub. So this is just you know a USB switch. And, and I got tired of trying to find the button constantly because switching back and forth between my work computer and and my home computer. So I just made the or designed and 3D printed this really really simple enclosure that allowed me to put the uh, uh, a switch on top and like a KVM I, or a switch like a like a KVM only for USB. I got gotcha. you. That's cool. And so yeah, there's a little knob there to push it so that it keeps it up at an angle, and then it just uh, let me see if can you hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now instead of just trying to find the little button that's on it, I just push it with my foot. There you go. Good to go. That was a fun design. That's my little button right there in front of me. Oh, you got a KV- our, uh, switcher? Yeah. Well, I got it. I got a, uh, a, my mechanical keyboard and uh, uh, my um, trackball mouse that I switch between this laptop, this laptop, and whatever else. Yeah. Like I said, I, I just wanted it. This is the, the Sobrent, and it's only it's only got two, uh, it only connected two machines. I don't know what switch, which switcher you have. Oh, mine is um, this. Saber, Saberint, S-A-B-R-E-N-T, Sobrent. Saber. Yeah, it's got uh, was it four USBs, and then it's got one, two, three, four, five, four oh. wires coming out of it. Oh no! No, oh, no, no. The other things. 
Mine connects to two computers and only has one USB coming out of it, which is why it's connected directly to a hub. All right, so I guess we'll start the show so uh, we can uh, talk about the uh, Danny's porn. Mm-hmm. He just wishes he started it. <laughs> I have to find this article. <coughs> SMLR 2.0 is the revamped Sunday Morning Linux Review with Tony Bemis, Mary Tomich, and Tom Lawrence. On even episodes, we cover distro fever and tech news. On the odd episodes will be fresh looks where we review a distro or software or tips and tricks. Live recordings are bi-weekly. Sunday morning on both Google Hangouts on air and audio-only stream. Visit smlr.us for all the shows and the live recording schedule. Oh my god, it's Hacker Public Radio! Hacker Public Radio is a daily podcast by the hacker community for the hacker community. If you're interested in technology, creative thinking, hacking, Linux, or any kind of computer, that kind of stuff, you should listen to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.com. The Linux Link Tech Show. Tune in to the world's longest-running Linux podcast live every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Find us on the web at www.twlts.org or email us at techshow at thelinuxlink.net. IRC server, thelinuxlink.net, pound tech show. Join Pat, Alan, Link, and Joel. And don't forget the two Dan's. They are so hot. I know, because I've kissed them both. And Blind Rich, he's a bloody drunk If you don't like a dance, you can stick it up your ass. Ain't no funny daddies that'll get back.